across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk radio. We have an audience in the studio. Make noise, audience. I say an audience, it's a family of three who apparently I invited to come and sit in on the show one day. I completely forgot all about it, and they just rocked up. At least that's what they've said. Uh, a busy show tonight, uh, calls straight to air th- throughout the whole show, so don't get dialing just yet. I shall tell you when. Um, um, I had some other stuff, I've forgotten it. 0344 499 1000, and we'll be on Periscope in a couple of minutes. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Caddick, we've not started the show yet. Oh, what did you have to say? Put my hand down, we'll call you back. You've not been listening. It's called straight to air, you pudding. Even we knew that. Well, I only just received the periscope. It's Caddick. It's called straight. Oh, you get the memo. Yes, no, we don't send you a memo anymore. You're off the. You're off the memo list. Well, I didn't know. And also, I, I should have sent him a memo. I should have sent him a memo saying he was off the memo list, shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't I, Alan? Yeah, you should have sent me the memo. Okay. Well, the sh- the show. No, the show hasn't started yet, Alan. Well, it's my birthday yesterday. I, well, we missed it. That's why I... I was going to complain about yesterday. Okay. Can can, can I start the show first, and then you call... That's so kind of you, Alan. Thank you. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road It's where I'll always be Every stop I make Oh. 
have one night off and the whole place goes to cock. Unbelievable. And what the hell? Catherine is in the studio with me. By to cock, you meant like clockwork. What the hell was James <laughs> Max, a BBC London reject, an apprentice reject, mm-hmm. an LBC reject, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine reject? Yep. Because we were friends and then I rejected him. What the hell was that loser doing filling in for me? He was showing me how it's done. Wow. <laughs> Although I did predeep him at the end. You did what? I predeeped him. Um, I don't know what that is. Pradi. Oh, you pradeeped him. You said pradeep. Sorry. You haven't got a clue what voodoo you are working. That is. There's a wobble already. There's a wobble already. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's a forty-year-old mother of two. I'm not forty. You will be this year. Uh, we've got a family here. Hello, family. Hello. Uh, we have Lana, and we have Fraser, and we have Mum Fred. Hi. Are you sure I said you could come in? <laughs> um, they're here. You can watch them on Periscope. If you go to Periscope. You said you'd sort out work experience. Well, now, but then, but then I didn't realise that she was fourteen years old. You see. So, and then it becomes, then it becomes a legal minefield, okay? <laughs> and rightly so. Rightly so, of course. Uh, you can watch us on Periscope. We've got Periscope up and running. We're going to do 360 for the first half of the show, and then the battery will die, so we'll go to normal. So if you go to periscope.tv forward slash, um, Ian Lee, you can watch. And if you're watching, if you're watching on your phones, move your phones around, or move your cursors around, and you can look all around the studio, and you can see there are actual, real people. Calls! So we've got John behind the glass. Tonight. It's always a pleasure to have John uh, on the other side of the glass. Lovely to see you, boss. Uh, calls straight to air all evening. You can call in about anything you want. I've got loads of stuff to talk about, including... Hang on a second. The show started. Ian, I'm going to complain about last night's show. Well, where you go, sir. <laughs> you, know, Jen, you know the three subjects we're not allowed to talk about? Can you just say that, but in English? Hold on. The three subjects we're not allowed to talk about. There, I thought there were only two subjects we're not allowed to talk about, and I've changed my mind on one of them, so it's only one. No, last I heard there was three. Well, the what? N word, the B word, and the T word. The N word. No M for mother. We can't talk about mothers. No, no, no. The Islamic State thing. Muslims! <laughs> Which, of course, is completely different from the Islamic State. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, uh, we, okay, all right, wow. well, there we go, okay. Straight in there. Well, we, yeah, okay, Muslims, Brexit, <laughs> I don't think I'd ever said Muslims were banned. I'd like to see them banned. I'm only joking at satire. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that Muslims were banned, have I, Catherine? We said we're not going to bang on about them like some people do. Some people, some people, their radio shows or their, their podcasts, every day, Muslim, oh, Muslims, oh, Muslims, every... Oh, Muslims, oh, bloody Muslims. Oh, some people, some people, right, the the, uh, the uh, mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, is a Muslim, right? Uh, there's a big Muslim population in London. Sadiq Khan has said that a poster of one of the Kardashians in um, a very revealing poster, which yeah. I've seen, he's, he wants it. He doesn't want it... To, he wants it banned, I guess. So he doesn't want it displayed. Bear in mind, only last summer, there was a huge furore yeah. about a woman wearing only slightly less... Yeah. ...fewer clothes. I The have, Are You Beach Body Ready thing, I so. have seen this Kardashian poster. I think it is totally inappropriate to be seen. I think it's totally... To, to be seen... To be on a massive billboard. It's her. I don't know which Kardashian it is. It's In Chloe. a silver... 
um, sort of leotard, but it's very high cut, pulls right up her bum. Yeah. And it, it's a very sexy poster. And over the knee boots. Now, the Mayor of London, who is responsible for London, has said, I don't think uh, this is appropriate to be displayed. I thought exactly the same thing two weeks before. And some people are trying to turn it into a Muslim thing, that he wants Sharia law here, and he wants to make, he, that he wants London to be Londonistan. There are some people actually saying that from their nan's bedrooms. Can you believe it? I can believe it. So, um, anyway, Alan, yes, those topics. Yeah, Jane Max last night. Yes? He didn't know what the world was. I wanted you to call and said we can talk about it. Oh, who said, which caller said that you could talk about it? Well, it wasn't me, that's for sure. Well, have you got the evidence, Alan? If you listen back to last night's show... He won't. I won't. I won't. Hang on a second. Line two, you're on the air. Mr. Lisa, welcome back. Oh, it's Bad Boy Barry. He's Bad Boy Barry. Barry. The villain of the internet, Bad Boy Barry, has crawled back onto the airwaves, despite the fact he is, um... If you Google Bad Boys today, right, uh, at number three, you'll get Nasty Nick from EastEnders. At number two, you'll get Osama Bin Laden. At number one, it's Barry Westwood from Western Supermare. Barry, what the hell have you been up to, buddy? I... I think I must have been upsetting him. Uh, can I say, Mr. Lisa, the great leader is back and you were well, much missed. Yes, yes. The the inter- I, Honestly, I didn't listen last night. I went on the talk forum, talk radio listeners forum. Everyone hates you, Barry. What the hell did you do? I made some comments that I played the class card a bit. I'm sorry, Ian. Oh, um, mate. I sort of... I thought, yeah, hang on a minute. I thought you were a pacifist. I thought you were peace and love. Surely you're above class divisions. I spoke to Kath a little later, yes. and I came back on, and it was a miss, some of the things that I said. Okay. But well, I will say this, yes. he did try to make a fist of it, but it was car crash radio. No, 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 Barry! Barry! Two nights in a row, mate! Listen, uh, James Max got a, I mean, he's a, yes, he's an awful human being, and despise everything he stands for, but he got a phone call a few hours before the show saying... Ian's not very well. Can you go in and do his show? That's a tough gig for anyone to step into someone else's shoes. So you, you I, I, I don't think you're as you're as hippy dippy as you say you are because that's actually quite a mean thing to say. No, I try not to be mean. But you just said you know, his show was a car crash. That's quite rude. It was a bit. Um, yeah. Say that again. The show is sort of rudderless without you, Ian. And, yeah, but um, it's a different show without... Again, you're doing it. You're Excuse being... me, I'm the rudder. Hang on, Catherine, and she's got lovely rudders. <laughs> but, um, but, 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 Barry, if, if the show wasn't to your taste and your liking, why say anything? Because I felt that I'd got to um, stand up and protect... No, but there's nothing um, to protect. I was off because I... Uh, Alan Caddick... Well, Caddick was a mountain of a man last night. Oh, well, he is, you know, every day. He's a big fan. It was my birthday yesterday. Right, I couldn't care less about the birthday. But, Barry, honestly, but you being rude about James Max and breathing heavily down the phone, that isn't standing up for someone. What, if you didn't like the show, just don't say anything. Peace and love, man. Peace and love. I know, I know, and I, I, I do forgive me, but the tea dance music he was playing, I thought it was a Mogadon, Ian. Well, they're doing it again! You're, 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 it turns out that you're actually, uh, I'm gonna say it, a nasty piece of work. Ian, I'm gonna go and meditate. I think, I think you ought to have a, I think you ought to have a, a long, hard think about you, how you, you criticise other presenters.
what, during your um, meditation? I, I will do that. I'm sorry, Ian, but, you know, it was such that the loss was so great last night. You're doing it again! <laughs> Why are you... Cause Stop James, saying but. James might be listening tonight going, oh, I'm, I want to hear Ian and hope Ian's all right, and I wonder if anyone's got anything nice to say. And then you phone up and slag him off. It's, that's not... A, a, I'm, re- I'm genuinely, I'm really surprised by you, Barry, because that's not a very nice thing to do. James, I humbly apologise to you, mate. Who's James? Um, but it was poor. <laughs> Barry, come on, fat. No, do you know what, actually, Barry? I'm not going to allow that. That is bang out of order. That was actually, that was actually nasty what you just did then. That wasn't even jokingly a little bit rude and a little bit arch. That was just mean, man. Well, it it was choppy, and the, the, it was very Stop. choppy. It but you don't, you, but, but, no, Barry, oh. Barry, do you know what? I, I, I've completely changed my opinion of you. Turns out you're actually quite a rude, um, bitter, borderline nasty man. Oh, I'm really sorry about that, Ian. I think it's such that the show is it's very close to my heart, Ian, and, well, you know... But, but, it, but so, so is, so, uh, I, I would prefer it if manners were closer to your heart. It had a profound effect on my spirituality. Well, about, about, how about if I came and said you were crap at your job? Um, to your mates. Well, consider- to your mates. I go up to your mates and say, do you know that Barry Westwood? He's, I tell you what, right? He's the most boring, driest, dullest caller I've ever had. We get some calls, right? And I, I, I like a lot of good calls, but he is so boring and dry. Imagine if I said that to your mate. I think I would accept that. I would say the great leader has spoken, Ian. <laughs> Wowzers. That's a strange... That's a strange attitude. When he said it? James and then that thing, I thought he called you James by accident. I no. didn't realise he was broadcasting it again. Yeah. I'm that, really surprised That's by a Barry. strange attitude to have, isn't it? That's not a hippy-dippy peace-and-love attitude. His next reincarnation's going to go a and bit off. <laughs> And also, here's the thing, right? I, I, here's, let me let me tell you why I didn't come in like, yesterday. Because, um, as you know, I was struggling. I'll tell you after this break. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Call straight to air all evening. Catherine is in the studio with me. Yes, I there am. is a family over there. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> there really is a family have just rocked up. Um, and line one, you're on the wireless. Uh, yeah, it's it's Gafford, Gary from Catford. Gary from Catford. Good evening. Yeah. Good. E- I'd just like to point out, you have often called my calls boring. Very dull. And my friends, friends listen to this show, therefore yep. you have told my friends yep. that my calls are boring. But well, they I, know that, though. But that's different. That's like, um, <laughs> that's like, that's medical advice. That's like telling, <laughs> that's like, um, saying to someone, someone's got asthma. Oh, you know, Gaff- uh, Gary from Catford, he's got asthma. Or Gary from Catford, um, he's, he's got, um, uh, septicemia or something like that. Gary from Catford, he's a really boring caller. It's just, it's just that. that yeah. It's just that, Gary. Yeah, it's just that, not, Gary. You're not. You're not a medical professional. Um, <laughs> I was. I was six months off. Uh, six months off of getting that that certificate. You're the first one to get struck off before you got the certificate. Yeah, I know. I know. And it was the thing was six. And it was only a nine month course I was on, and I would have been a fully qualified surgeon. But I don't know those 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 guys over in yeah. India. They didn't like me, and they booted me back. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, See, this is quite a dull call. I'm 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 really pulling well, out all the. 
starts in its... Yeah, you're doing all the... Why, why have you got... Here we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to air this evening. So this is where I was yesterday, okay? Uh, let, let's go back in time to Wednesday's show. Wednesday's show, I had a bit of a cold coming, mm-hmm. uh, but more importantly than that, I had terrible trapped wind. I was... It was... Uh, by the end of the show on but Wednesday... But you hardly mentioned it, did you? Um, well, that's, that is sarcasm, and we'll, I'm just going to... Correct diagnosis, doctor. He thought he was pregnant. You're just meant to agree with me, not side with the woman. Sarcasm (laughs) at 10.20. I I, had terrible trapped wind, and I I thought I was going to die. And by the end of the show, I couldn't speak. No. I was lying on the floor, and I said, Catherine, can you do the end of the show? And you, you you know, fair play, you were adequate. Um, I got home in the most awful state. I mean, oh, God. Did you roll out of the car, crawling? Yeah, pretty much, actually. Um, I had to strip off in the front garden, because I thought by the time... If the energy it would take to unlock the door, get in, lock the door, get upstairs... I won't have the energy to strip no. off. So neighbours are twitching the curtains. He's doing it again, Bernard. I it. I stripped off in the garden, and I got in my corner. And then in the morning, I had um, the boys. The boys. I had the boys. So it was going to be a long old day. And I woke up and I felt absolutely rotten. And I could feel my voice was going. It's a little bit husky. I could feel my voice was going, and I still hadn't done the burp. Mm-hmm. I was in a terrible, terrible state. Anyway, went and saw a film with the boys. More on that later. It was perhaps. The most amazing film I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to say that. And now. you've seen some films. Oh, well, <laughs> I have actually. Um, yeah, I'm just remembering some of the films I've seen. But I, um, but here's the thing. I bought. So, I, so I basically I phoned up my I phoned up my agent <laughs> to phone up my boss because <laughs> I wasn't going to phone up Denny and say I'm not coming in because I'm sick. I'm not coming in, Denny. I don't feel so well. So I got my agent to do it. Yeah. I, I phoned up Denny today and said I was coming back, of course. That's the good news. But I couldn't do it. I got my agent to do it. Um, but I, I was really worried my voice was going. Um, and, and I still had this trap wind. <coughs> anyway, I bought Andrew's liver salts. And I went into Boots. And I looked around. I was looking for the metal tin. And, I, and they didn't have it. And I said to the lady, I said, do you still do Andrew's liver salts? It comes in a... Um, a plastic container now, what like a it? tall plastic mm. container, and um, I bought it and I took it home and I left the boys at their grandparents. I think I've got no idea what happened yesterday. Actually, uh, no, I didn't. I had the boys all day, and I took the liver salt. How do you take it? You get a glass of water, you get a spoonful, and you you dip it in. Is it fizzy? Is it fizzy? Yeah, it is, and it says in the packet for severe indigestion, severe constipation. Or severe overindulgence. Oh, Christmas. Oh, look at that. So I had it. All right. And I was, I was hoping that I'd drink it and then I'd suddenly go... But I didn't. But within minutes, the pain started to dissipate. And it settled everything down. Where did it go? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. But it is the most amazing stuff. I think you can do fun experiments with it as well. But it was, it, it, it sorted that, that, so the pain went, but, um, but yesterday I, I thought I was losing my voice. And then I went, then my wife came home and, um, she said, oh, you look awful. You should go to bed. She didn't. She said, I've been up since four o'clock doing a 12 hour shift. Can I go to bed? And I went, well, I don't feel very well. She went, all right, you go to bed then. Oh. And I went to bed at quarter to six. I was going to have a lie down and read my Robbie Robertson book, right? 
I took a couple of pills, a couple of the, quarter to six. And the next thing I know, it's eleven o'clock. I thought, well, eleven. I should listen to the. Uh, I listen to the radio in a minute. Next thing I know, it's half past seven in the morning. <gasps> it was. A, I've slept for about thirteen hours. Rip Van Winkle. Rip, uh, rip my Winkle. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was absolutely blinding. So that's where I was yesterday. So. Th- Listen, guys, here's the thing. I, I know as a fan of radio, when I switch on the radio, uh, I mean, the worst thing in the world is you switch on the radio and it's John Stapleton. God alive. You think, oh, man, you think, oh, oh, it's half turn. It's Stapleton all week. Uh, uh, but So I know what it's like to um, be a big fan of the radio and you, you've got a favourite show and you listen to it and when you turn on the, the, the radio and it's someone else doing it, and I normally give that person ten minutes. It's normally not for me. And I switch off. But you wouldn't think to ring them up and tell them. No, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't phone them up and tell them, and then phone up the person who I like the next day and say that person that was in for you yesterday, who came in at short notice, who was told. Uh, I think we can reveal this. Who was told to try and do a show like mine? Yes. Uh, that's not his normal style. No. He was told you've got to do a show a bit like Ian's yeah. without any preparation and, he and was no told, guests. If it's awkward, so much the better. Yeah. That was that was it. So. Then to phone up the next day and say, that guy yesterday was rubbish. He was right. That's not, that's not in the spirit. It's not in the spirit that we do this show. If, if, if my listeners and callers feel that's appropriate, I've failed. I've failed if they think that that is the, uh, the correct way to behave. Because I tell you what, line one, it isn't. Thanks very much for calling. It, it is calls that there are headphones. If you want to, if you want to hear it better, you can probably hear it out, spilling out. But if you want a pair of headphones, on, you can. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's calls straight to air all evening. I should say calls cost your standard rate, probably free on a lot of packages, and if not, it's it's um, it's pennies. It's mere pennies. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. It's Bill Buckley here. Hello, Bill. How are you? Uh, just wanted to make sure everything's okay for my show at one. Yep, we're all set. We're all ready to go. Fantastic. Well, I look forward What's... to talking to your listeners about food and drink. What, what exactly can we expect uh, uh, from the show, uh, from um, Talk Radio's only black host, Bill Buckley, at one o'clock? Well, songs like this. Bill, do you know how much you mean to me? Weekend mornings with my tea. Bill, you keep me company. I hope you will stay forever here. Join in, in. A change of slots is what, what I, I fear. fear. But, but I'm, I'm glad, glad you're here. That it's the same next year. Come on, everyone. Bill, you're, you're all, all that, that I see. see. Even though well, you're not, not on TV, listening intently on the, the radio. Oh, 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 radio. Oh, man, alive! My nightmares are coming to life. Bill Buckley. 
Talk Radio's only black presenter. Fact. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Call straight to air all evening. Um, can we sustain three hours of this nonsense? I'm holding on to the desk as tightly as I can. I um, uh, hold on to your hats. We uh, the, what's what's the Kurt Vonnegut <coughs> quote? Um, there's a br- cons- there's a brilliant quote. Kurt up. Vonnegut. Hold on to your hats. We don't, something like we don't know where we're going to end up. Or it's, it's, a, it's a it's a delicious quote. I don't remember quotes or. Keep your hat on. Yeah. We may end up miles from here. Hang on. I think it's to be used before aggressive yet consensual intercourse. <laughs> really? But Why are you al- wearing a hat? But also, um, just if there is going to be a, a life-changing moment. Okay. I wish you'd read Vonnegut. I tried, but I, so good. I was in a, a garage waiting oh. for my car to be done, and there were too many distractions. It's really... I love Vonnegut. Not the films, all of the films of his books. Well, no, actually, Mother Night is a good film with Nick Nolte as um, William Campbell, who it's... Oh, it's a good book. So William Campbell, Nick Nolte, right? He's an American living in Germany, mm. but the... Um, oh, I can't be bothered to tell you. Tell oh, me. No, I, well, I can't actually remember. Okay, so don't blame it on me being <laughs> I can't, I can't. a lower-than-average listener. Well, I can, do you know what I can remember? Go on, then. Well, it's just it, me telling you the story of a book um, is not going to make the compelling... Um, it, it's not what made me a triple award-winning radio broadcaster. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've got Slaughterhouse-Five at home. Yeah. It's thin. Yeah, exactly. It's I'll a have quick a crack read. at it tomorrow. It's a quick read. Right. Based on his experiences... Um, as a, as a, no, 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 no. More specific than that. Based on his experiences as a prisoner of war <gasps> in Dresden when it was firebombed by us. Strike a line. Absolutely. This is what Slaughterhouse-Five comes from. They're out there doing, like, like they're in the prisoner of war camp. There's an air raid siren. They have to go into an, uh, an abattoir cold room, which is Slaughterhouse-Five. They get locked in there. They're in there 12 hours. They come out. The city is gone. I don't need to read it now, do I? Well, you do. Keep your hat on. We may end up, may wind up miles from here. Okay, Catherine. I'll, I'll have a read of it. Thank you. I'll tell you what I think. Okie dokie, doggy daddy. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Call straight to air all evening. Late Night Ian Lee Unfiltered Night Talk With the original king of unconventional conversation On Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk 0344 499 Call straight to air all evening So you can phone in and chip in any moment uh, that you want We have a family here, good evening family Hello There we go, you see, I'm going to say family There's a mum and there's a daughter and there's a son That, that constitutes a, a family. family Families of course these days come in all kinds of shapes and sizes Could be um, I haven't got any sons Exactly, and that's weird And you haven't got any daughters Thank God um, <laughs> It could be two dads It could be one mum could be three dads. Well, that it I can would, happen. It can yeah, happen. It, it can. It can. But I think that's wrong. Um, it could be two lesbians and a sperm donor. All of these things are considered by the mainstream media to be acceptable. I'm keeping stum because I don't want to get in trouble. But you know, <laughs> um, but all of these things are acceptable, of course they are. And um, uh, you're calling in your droves. Let's go to line six, shall we? Line six, you're on the wireless. Ooh, you make me wanna touch myself. Go on then. 
Oh, I want to hear. Do that and hold the phone. I wanted to hear them touching themselves. Line uh, five, you're on the wireless. Ooh, you make me want to. <laughs> 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 Go on then. Thank you. They really are. <laughs> Wouldn't it be good if this next one was them as well? This is all different numbers. Line three, you're on the wireless. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yes! it! I've got me wanger out! He <laughs> said wanger. He said wanger. Okay. <laughs> I think I know that guy from Twitter. It's <laughs> 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 made me laugh, that as. I think that might have been Paulie. I don't know. Calls from the boat. Calls from the past. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I mentioned I went to the cinema yesterday. I saw what I think is perhaps one of the best films I've ever seen, and I booked it as a real punt, right? Because I knew I had the boy. It's half term, and I've not had the boys all week all week because of work and stuff. So my <coughs> wife is kind of looking, but I had them yesterday and today, and I, I, I wanted to do something. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at the prospects of going to the cinema. But there's nothing on. It's just Sing and Batman. And we've seen those. Exactly. Um, and then there was... So I looked at the third cinema and they had this film on and I thought, oh, that looks boring. And I read it. I thought, oh, that looks boring. And I tried a few other cinemas. There was nothing else on. I thought, oh, do you know what? I'll book it. I'd seen the trailer for that film and I thought it looked amazing. Um, I hadn't seen the trailer. It was Kubo and the Two Strings. Now, I thought it was one of those Japanese animations, a bit like Spirited Away and Howl's Moving Castle, mm-hmm. which... I've never seen, in the past I pretended I liked them even though I hadn't seen My them. My kids love those. But really, I think those cartoons look boring. <laughs> no, they're good. I, no, well, they might be, but I just think that style of Japanese cartoon, that everyone goes, oh, you know, Howl's Moving Castle, it's great for kids, it's great for adults. So I just think it looks boring, and I thought it was that. But here's what sold it to me. I think it was the last day of this film being shown. So for the three of us, it was £8. So that is good going. All three? For all three of us, it was like um, like two pounds seventy five each. Blimey, yeah, that is good. it was incredible. So I thought, oh, I'll have that, and um, we booked seats in the front row because my boy wanted to sit in the front row, even though it's ridiculous. Was there anyone else in there? Uh, there was a few people in there mm-hmm. actually. I think other people had gone to the Batman screening. It was half an hour later, but there were a few people in there. Uh, ten minutes into it, this, there were some toddlers in there. It was too young for toddlers. Ten minutes into it, this girl went, "I'm bored, mm-hmm. mum, I'm bored." It wasn't for toddlers. Anyway, <laughs> it started. And it's not an anime. It's not a cartoon. It's stop, stop, stop frame animation, mm-hmm. like Wallace and Gromit, but good. And it's not Japanese either. It's Japanese, but it's made by um, the Americans. Um, I thought it was Japanese and it had been dubbed, but it's it's it's, it's Americans. It absolutely, uh, honestly, from the it starts off with, if you have to blink, do it now. Remember everything I tell you. Absorb everything, as everything is important. Whoa, what a great way to start a story! And we're in. What a great way to start a story. And it's a Japanese woman with, um, uh, 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 it's a Japanese woman in a boat in a massive sea, and there's, like, this massive wave comes up, the hugest wave ever. And all she's got is, like, some Japanese banjo, right? And, um, you think, oh, God. And she gets the banjo and goes, and it cuts the wave in half. <gasps> oh, man, I was in straight away. Magic banjo. Magic banjo. That's the, that, no, that's a film. Um, but it, I was in straight away. And it, 
it was incredible. And the, uh, the basic story is, right, so this, this, this mum has had, to, she's got this baby, finally she's got a baby, and he grows up into a boy. He's only got one eye. The, the eye was stolen by his grandfather, and his grandfather wants to steal the other eye. Oh, my. And they live on top of this mountain, and she's, um, she doesn't say anything. And so he feeds her in the morning, wakes up, feeds her, and gets her. Then he goes off into the village, right, and he tells these stories. <coughs> but he does it with origami, and it's the most amazing. I mean, it's, it's just, these little things come up alive, and they're running around and stuff like that. And, she, and he goes back, and she, she says, Kubo, you must get back before it's dark of course he doesn't get back before it's dark mm. boom or oh, oh, honestly kath it blew my mind but it's hilarious as well they meet this they meet this samurai that's been turned into a beetle right and it was he was hilarious i thought it was stephen colbert doing the voice it's not it's matthew mcconaughey oh, right. and it was it was and the boys very rarely right you'll go and see funny films but the boys don't tend to like you know the boys are in absolute hysterics at this beetle. Then at the end, right, there's all kinds of... I can see loads of people calling in. I will get to you in a minute, I promise. Um, <coughs> and I was feeling emotional. I was tired and I knew I wasn't coming into work. And that always makes me feel a bit sad. I feel I'm missing something out. Then it, it, there's a bit quite early on where they have this Japanese ceremony where they all build paper lanterns. And they pray to them to try and capture the spirits of the people that have died. And right. then, when, then they light them and they put them on the river and they go off and stuff. And this boy's trying to get his dad, speak to his dad, and the, the lantern doesn't light. So this is like ten minutes into it, I'm thinking, I can do this, I can do this. Uh, uh, and then at the end, there's a whole big thing about parents dying and... Um, um, about forgiveness. There's a, there's a, they basically they forgive the bad guy, and oh, and I was in floods of tears, and I had my youngest on my lap, and I'm going like that, bouncing up and down, and my boy's going, "Why are you laughing, Daddy? What's funny?" And I said, "I'm not laughing. It's just this reminds me of Granddad Malcolm," and he got a bit embarrassed. But I was I was in floods of tears. It was incredible. And then at the end, there was that song that I mm -hmm. tweeted by Regina Spe Regina Regina right Regina not Regina well it's spelt Regina <laughs> Regina Spectre it's spelt Regina <laughs> and then there's that song at the end by Regina Spectre in Inspector Regina Regina Inspector Regina Inspector again another great movie um there's there's that song that her middle name is Iliachina <laughs> oh, okay um uh, like a, a, a Japanese version of While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Um, and even when I found that video online today and watched the video with clips from the movie, um, I had, I had goosebumps. I had shivers going through me because it was such a, it was, it was a work of art. Here's the thing. It was a work of art. It's stunning, right? It was an amazing story. It was funny. It was proper emotional, but also it was a really good kids' film. Unlike Batman, the, the Lego Batman movie, which is not a kids' film. It's an adult's <laughs> film that's got Lego in. There's too many grown-up jokes in it. it it's, it's, it's full of grown-up jokes. There's nothing in it for kids apart from Lego and explosions, which are quite cool. But, but this film, it worked on every single level. Now, it's the same company that made um, Coraline which I've not seen. They also I made have. Box Trolls, yeah. which... Are, have you seen Box Trolls? No. Box they both are really beautifully done films. Box Trolls look stunning. And Coraline is beautiful. Yep. 
but it's yeah, but it's, it's not a kids film is it my kids were terrified by that film because it's so it when i was 10 i think i refused to go see it it's kind of box trolls it looks incredible it's boring right boring but it's made by the same people and this is their lowest grossing film by about 35 million dollars oh it's amazing i mean I, I, i'm gonna okay i it was it was spiritual honestly it was it worked on Every single level. You've ordered the DVD, and yeah. you're now going to watch it, and you're going to find it quite boring. No, and go, well, I watched it, and I, I thought it was all right. But I've, I've ordered it as well. I thought it was, I couldn't believe it. I, I was, it's, it's been a long time since I... I'm trying to think of the last time I was blown away by a film at the pictures. Um... Ghostbusters 2? I'm joking. I've not even seen that film. Um, I can't think. It's been a long time since I've been that blown away by a movie. It was incredible. It was incredible, Line 1. Hi. 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 Hello. Hello. Hello, who's this? Um, this is Ethan. Hey, Ethan, how you doing, man? Um, I'm good, I'm listening right now. I'll probably go in the background. I can yeah, turn it off in the background, Ethan, otherwise it gets a bit, a bit confusing for everyone. Yeah, I can tell. How's it going, man? You sound a bit nervous. Um, yeah, I've been waiting for, like, I don't know, not, not for six minutes, not really that long. <laughs> you I'm a little bit nervous. Six minutes, in, in, in the great scheme of things, six minutes isn't that long, Ethan, but but when you're hanging yeah. on the phone waiting to talk to an idiot, um, as, as you have been waiting to talk to me, then, yes, yeah, six minutes can be quite a long time. How's things going, Ethan? Um, good, I'm just in my room, like, writing down things, really. What are you writing down? Um, I'm actually writing down at least two things. If I ideas, maybe, like, I, may, I was thinking of calling in tomorrow, but then I actually did it now. Don't call in tomorrow, because I'm not here tomorrow. Okay. Well, well, you can call in on Sunday to the rabbit hole, but I'm not here tomorrow. Okay. So what have, what, what, what have you got for us tonight, then? Um, I'd sort of, sort of, like, say something quick, like, keep calm and... What was it? Keep calm and talk radio. Hey, nice one, <laughs> Ethan. Thank you, man. Hey, Ethan, I'm guessing 14. Um, actually, everyone says that, but I'm only 12. Ah, two years, uh, two, I've got a two-year, um, boundary, which I'm, I'm happy with. Are you only 12 years old? Flipping heck, half-term, isn't it? Yeah. What have you been up to? Drinking, smoking, what's been going on? I'm joking, don't do the, either of those things, <laughs> terrible. What have you been doing yeah. in half-term? Um, actually, all I've been doing today and yesterday is tidying my room, because it's a mess. Oh, you're joking! No, I'm not. Tidying your now. room? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man, that's a terrible... Are you back to school on Monday? Um, yeah. Oh, man alive. Well, uh, listen, you called in. That Do your um, significant uh, adults in the house know that you're calling me? No. Nope. Oh, yes! <laughs> We're breaking all the rules of the radio, but you know what? I don't care, Ethan. Me neither. Nice one, man. Listen, I've got to go to the ads. Thanks for calling in, man. 03444991000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I, um, thought, Catherine, that we were getting rid of those wild man. Well, yeah, I mean, we voiced our disapproval. They, I mean, that, what, they, it, 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 we're almost a year, we're literally about a month, four or five weeks off the year's anniversary of this Gosh. station. Who'd have thought it would lasted that long? Probably won't last that much longer. But that's by the by. Um, and we're still using the wild man well, trails. Well, have you thought maybe of trying to... I don't know. They won't move the trail, so maybe you should become wilder? I, I should, in some way, um, become a, a, a little bit wilder. I yeah. did have um, your kids saying... Um, 
Oh, here we go. Hey, Ian, what's all this wild man nonsense? I don't know. That's my youngest. I don't know. I think it's what they do to me. <laughs> oh, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, it's calls straight to air. Calls cost your standard rate. They're probably free on um, loads and loads of your uh, <coughs> packages. You can hear we have a family in the in the building this evening. Good evening, family. Hello. Uh, is it as... Um, <laughs> What did you expect from... What did you expect, Fred? What did you expect? I thought we were going to have to sit out there behind oh. the glass and just watch and try and see... But, 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 but uh, so I could have got away with you being behind two sheets of glass. Balls. <laughs> you got away with us being in the office. Balls! <laughs> Balls! Is it as um, exciting as you'd expected? It is. It's great. Is Thank it? You. Really? Yeah. Let's ask the, uh, we've got, um, young people, actual teenagers in the, in the building. <laughs> yeah. Fraser, is it, you, and you can be honest, if it's boring, say it's boring. No, it's great, I don't, I don't know, I wasn't... It's a bit, it's a bit... Uh, <laughs> Lana, what do you reckon? It's great. <laughs> perfect, you see, that's the, that's the perfect... That's the correct answer. That's the, that is, that is, that is manners. And you get a lot of people talking about broken Britain and, you know, drug addicts... Millennials. Crack babies, um, <laughs> uh, entitlement, mainstream media... Snowflakery. Free speech, all these kind of things. And I think what we've got there is, um... Did you? If you could have voted, yeah. would you vote Brexit or or Remain? I want to go to university in the Netherlands, so I would have voted to Remain. Okay, so that's a, bit, a little bit selfish. <laughs> you don't know. Perfect. That's that's more like apathetic. It. That's that's, quite, that's the attitude. Uh, call straight to air all evening, just because. Why the hell not? I tell you partly why, because you know I'm on these these pills, these yeah, new pills, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the first it's been it's like it's got to be about three weeks now, and it's been a rocky. Um, uh, road. It's been, you've put up with, you've had to take, uh, the brunt. I've had all manner. Steady. No, but it's I'm, not I've your... got a mental, um, I know. illness. I know. So you pull in that face. No, but it's. Go on. You can say it's, it. You can it, say it. it. You've got a, water, both of us are riding the wave, aren't we? Yeah. Both well, of us. Well. Um, yes. but, you know, I have to keep. Have side. I been, have, okay, genuine, okay, genuine question, Kate. Okay. I have not asked it yet, and you were about to say something. I have to keep in mind that it's temporary and that it will pass, and I also have to keep your head in the game and say, get you to believe that it will pass. Because there have been times when you didn't think it would. Have I um, been angrier than usual? It's no. a genuine question. No. Have I been... Sadder. Sorry? Sadder. Have I been sadder? Yeah. Have I been sadder? Yeah. In what way sadder? Well, I'm not talking about your dress sense. Oh, just, I, I've, 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 I've got into a little bit of a dress groove the last yeah, couple of days, yeah. haven't I? A little groove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a little groove on. No, but you know, you, you lost your sparkle for a bit and it's yes. sad to see. Well, anyway, today I feel powerful. I feel I could, I can... But that's just as artificial, Well, no, it? this is it. This is the thing. I had, you know, I said the other day I had 20 minutes of optimism. Um, today I have been... Right up there. And, and I'm aware that now I've gone too far the other way. Um, and I need it to kind of settle down because this is unsustainable. This is exhausting. But I had the boys today and, um, and it was a sunny day and I knew I was looking good and I was, I was bouncing off the walls. I was bouncing good, all over the place. And then we went out in, we, were at the, we went to this art center and, um, to see, to see some stuff more on that later. And then I'm out organising a game of had with with like loads of kids. What's had? Tag it. I don't know. What do you call it? Tag. I call it had. It's, Why? It's it. Oh, we. <laughs> oh, actually, my youngest calls it it. Actually, but I call it had. Mm. 
Well, because you've been had. Oh, right, okay. You're it. It depends you... where you grew up. Yeah. yeah. It was always it in my primary school. Yeah. All right, that was only about three weeks ago. <laughs> Boom! See I, see, I started out up north and ended up down south, so I've got... It, my boy, actually, it. my boy, my boy say it, but when I was a kid, it was had. Never had had before. Had or he. He? Yeah, what? like he. How are you spelling that? H-E. Oh. How, how, how do you... How sexist. Well, it was the 70s. Did she not play? I grew up in the 70s. <laughs> no, actually, you're right. For a long time growing up uh, in the, not 70s, 80s, by the time I went to school, yes. uh, the playground was <laughs> was was, was mm. the domain of the boys. Yeah. You just had to watch out for the footballs going for your head, didn't but you? But I'm organising a game of it, tag, <laughs> with um, <coughs> loads of children, loads, loads of other, oh, no other parents there. It's just me and about... let you get crack on, Mr about Poppy. About a dozen kids. <laughs> and then, I, then at the end, everyone's, everyone was... My youngest was 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 on it for a long, long time, and so I kind of stepped in and said, "Right, guys, because we have to go soon. There's no homie. There's no what? What did you call homie? Yeah, homie. Homie. We see. We see. We didn't have homie when I was growing no, base. up. We had phainites. What? Oh, yeah, we had phainites. Yeah. Cross your fingers. What's that? Yeah. Phainites. I think this now. Phainites. We also had plug. Which is where you get your thumb and you point it to your forehead and go plug. We also had if someone if someone had fleas, if there was a flea bag. Wow. We had plug, and if they were like a really flea bag, we had injection nine nine nine. Flipping egg. Where we'd inject. We don't we'd have inject. any of these get outs. You either. We grew up on a council estate, so no wonder we had injection nine nine nine. We didn't have any of these get outs. You, you were either safe base, or you you were it. If you were about to get me, I could go Faynites. Well, that's a cop out. Faynites, I think. Some, if you're listening, dear listener, I can see some people w- were calling and they were ringing off. Please call back. I'll, I'll, as soon as I see you, I'll put you through. 0344 499 1000. Faynites, I think, is a Second World War thing. I don't think it worked against the Nazis, but I think it was. <laughs> they didn't respect the rules, did yeah, they? Yeah, no, they. Well, they didn't, actually. They didn't. Well, they did, actually. They would. They would Not uh, all the rules. Well, they. Quite a lot of. Well, no, I know, and I, you're talking about the, the, the yes, but the the war, the rules of combat. I always find it odd that the rules of combat, and I'm not in a, Geneva Convention. I'm not in that. any way making light of, of you know the atrocities that the Nazis committed. Of course, I'm not. Of course, I'm not. I wouldn't do that for. A, wouldn't dream of doing that for a second. I do find it odd that the G- Geneva Convention. When was that? I'm just looking. I think it was after. But let me just check. I may. But be the wrong. fact that the 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 Germans and the British. To a certain extent, obeyed well. the rules of of conduct and of war. Now, obviously, ISIS, um, Daesh, <laughs> the terrorist organisation that they are, they don't follow those rules. And I know that I'm oversimplifying World War Two quite a bit. <laughs> I think a lot of uh, shady things went on, you know. Well, espionage, wasn't it? Espionage. But Faynites, I think, is a Second World War thing. But I don't quite know what it would um protect you from my internet's gone dead slow so oh! i can't tell you my dad he was in the tanks in the war yeah and he always says that um uh they knew about ve day but they couldn't do anything about it for three days they had to sit in the tanks mm. for three days flipping it really yeah and so what... that was the rules of war because they had to wait for it to be announced oh so, blimey yeah he must have. I can't... And my friends who were soldiers in the Gulf, yes, pretty recently, said that the problem they have in Afghanistan is that they are. They fun- don't speak English. Well, they're, they're got not different writing. They're not obviously soldiers. 
death. No, so yes. So they can shoot at you, yep. throw the guns down, get in a taxi, and you're not allowed to... Once they're in the back of a cab, you can't shoot at them. <laughs> once, they haven't got, once they're unarmed, you can't shoot them. Hang on a minute. So if I'm shooting at but you... But they're not, because they're not, they're not part of an, a regular army, are they? If I shoot at you, then you go to shoot me and I throw the gun down the floor and go, ah, phenites. <laughs> Geneva Convention, isn't it? You're saying that I can't be shot. Mm-hmm. Line one, you're on the wireless. What I did was not done on purpose, was done in what I consider to be a humorous mode, but wasn't taken that way. At the moment, I'm not prepared to talk too much about it. Who is this? I don't know. People like uh, Mr. Richards, who obviously sees... Oh, it's it's James Whale! I don't... It's James Whale! And that's probably when he got sacked from talk radio last time! Let's not go there. (laughs) He don't want to be... I haven't got an out time, by the way, Johnny. I don't know if we're typing on the same screens. Thank you very much indeed, sir. Oh, I heard that. 57... What a beautiful voice it was as well. 57 and 40. I don't think, um... James doesn't like it when he's reminded about the last time he worked here and he got the sack because he told everyone who they should vote for. But then James was very rude about you last night. So was he? What did he say? Oh, what didn't he say? Seriously? Yeah, he said he was fed he, up of you. He's a laugh wipe. I, he gets on my nerves, right? And I, um, I am the professional. Um, and I also know that one day I'll be stood at his graveside. Well, I will. He's 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 a bit about seventy years old. About that, yeah. He's just he's about sixty nine years old. He's going to be seventy this year, right? I am forty three, and I am a prime example of health personified, right? <laughs> so I am. To- don't laugh at that. Don't laugh at that. The hypochondria is terminal, but apart from that, the, the show's the show's family. <laughs> I, I can go. I can get you to sit behind that glass very easy. <laughs> um, so the odds are. Whale's going to go before me. He's going to long. Like, I mean, probably what forty years before me. And if I feel like it, I might go to his funeral. And if um, if I feel like it, and they ask nicely, I might do uh, a eulogy. Oh, and I might just and I might just tell the truth. Oh, might just tell the truth. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Hey? Good evening, dear listener. Bless you, Catherine. Uh, not for the sneeze, just because, you know, you're, oh, you're a poor soul. Good evening, dear listener. It's uh, calls straight to air all evening. 0344-499-1000. But don't call now! It's the adverts, isn't it? <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell But I've been seen with fair up I've never been with anything less than a nine So fine I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone past with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star Spent much time in school But I told ladies plenty It's true I hire my body out for pay Hey, hey 
I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay Hey, hey, I'm a jump an open drawbridge Or Tarzan from a vine Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That makes Eastwood look so fine Listener, late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Catherine is in the studio with me. What's up? The show's adopted family is in the studio with us. Hello. There we go. You see, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, and you can call in, call straight to air all evening. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can call up and join in the conversation. Or we had someone phoning up doing fart noises. I think we've had the fart noises now. Um, uh, standard rate uh, could be free from most networks. I don't know. Well, am I your mum? Um, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line one, you're on the air. Oh, hello. I'm just coming from the pub, what we're talking about. Absolutely anything you want. What you got for us? I'm just watching TV at the moment. I'm just coming, I've got Discovery at the moment, watching Alaskan, what is it? Let's have a look. Alaskan? Alaskan bush people. What? Wait. Alaskan bush? I've seen that oh, film. No it's, not a por- it's, no, it's not a porn one. Oh, okay, that's a shame. You know that you c- yeah. you know that you've got about six minutes left of the free access to those channels. I'm, I'm not aware. Yeah, you obviously are. I'm very aware. I know all the timings um, for all the TV stations. So, what's happening with the Alaskan Bush Patrol? I don't know. As I said, I'm just coming. I'm listening to your show. I've got uh, I haven't got the, the the volume on at the moment, but they just look all inbred. Well, okay. Let's, <laughs> well, I'm sure they're not in Alaska. Uh, what, 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 what was happening down the pub? Who were you with? I was just with my mates. Yeah. What, what are their names? Cleggy. You've got one called Cleggy. No, but I suppose I could. Moose. <laughs> Smithy. 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 There. Yeah, there's always a Smithy in a pub, isn't there? I bet you've got a mate called Dave. Oh, yeah, I've got my, everyone's got a Everyone's mate got a mate called Dave. What about John? But da- Dave weren't in the pub tonight, though. Dave weren't there? Mrs. Mrs. No, no, he's under the thumb, isn't he? Yeah, we go. Hey, Dave's under the thumb! <laughs> Beautiful. Anything happening in the pub? T- why, why do you go to the pub? Because pubs, pubs are, are really expensive ways to spend an evening, aren't they? Well, yeah, I suppose you're right, because I've just come home and I've had two cans, and that's probably cheaper than... Why don't you... I mean, you're a gentleman of a certain age, but why don't men... I don't drink anymore, right? But if I did, I wouldn't go to the pub, because I couldn't afford it. What I'd do is I'd phone up my mates, Smithy and Cleggy and Dave and and John, and I'd meet them over the park. And we'd... I'd buy buy a six-pack, they could buy a half bottle of vodka, someone else could buy a bit of cider, and we'd sit in the park and we'd drink like we used to. You might see some girls in the lab, that 2020 stuff. I've got a funny story about that, actually. Go on, then. uh, I'm an Aston Villa fan. And to save money, we went to Fulham Away. So me and my mates decided to get some cans and sit in uh, the park by Fulham Ground. Yeah. And drink some cans. It was a nice summer's day. Beautiful. So we, all drink- so we was all drinking our cans, and then loads of villa- we didn't have villa shirts on. Loads of villa fans was walking past, singing, "Get a job, my lord," and <laughs> get a what? Get a job. Get a job, my lord. Is that uh- to come by? Yeah, so yeah, singing that to you. Song, but that, that was basically singing, "Get a job" to us. Like we was all villa fans. Really? Just get, just having a, a lovely booze up. In a park on a summer's day before an afternoon of football violence. 
We didn't have no violence. Oh, mate, you're missing out on the best bit! Oh, we've, had a, we've had a bit in Wigan, but no. mate, Fulham. Fulham's past. What, you got, um... You, but you're, you're, back, you're back home at seven minutes past eleven. That's not much of a yeah. night, is it? Well, not really. It's a bit of a bit of a poor night. Well, hang on a minute. His missus tolerates well, him going out to the football in the afternoon. Missus? Not all night. That's optimistic. I reckon there's a missus. I try and get back to listen to your show. That's what it's all about. Well, you're 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 a Gosh. good man for doing that. There's a thing in the paper. Um, something like um, I'm going to make up a number, but it is a number. Five pubs are closing a day. <laughs> yeah, and I heard some plums. I can saying, believe that because we should defend our culture. It's not our culture. Is it? Defend our cu- pub culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all turning to Chinese restaurants, aren't they? Beautiful. I much rather. I would much rather have a Chinese than a, 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 a some lager. I'd have both. Well, well fair, yeah, you can yeah. do that. Yeah. But they did. There was a, there was a big thing, wasn't there? A while ago, about 15 years ago, maybe a bit more, for pubs to get um, Chinese restaurants in or Thai restaurants. Yeah. Thai restaurants. Have you in. seen the pub near, around the corner from where I live? Yeah, yeah. It's now called the Thai Rack. Yeah. Oh, that's clever. <laughs> that is clever. That is. But for a long time, it was an Italian, which I thought was an unusual. The I Thai Rack. You probably can't no, say that. No, they weren't calling it that. <laughs> um, <laughs> are we allowed to say that? Meh. I don't think so. Is it? I mean, I don't know. Well, apologies if anyone was offended by uh, by Catherine. I never said it. You wrote it on a bit of paper and pushed it in front of me. I'm not that fast. It's on Periscope. It's on Periscope. You're busted, Um So what you got planned this weekend then, my friend? Um, not much, to be honest with you. Get a job, my lord. Get, <laughs> get a job. <laughs> get a job. <laughs> I've got a tennis match in the morning. You what? <laughs> we did not hey, see that coming. It's Andy <laughs> Murray. I knew I recognised that voice. It's the delivery. <laughs> no, I'm not Tim Edmund. Okay. Well, have a good tennis match. Thank you very much. And you enjoy your Arctic bush. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I haven't had an Arctic bush for... Arctic roll, I'm thinking of. Yeah. I've not had a, someone tweeted me a picture of an Arctic roll. I always found them a disappointing pudding. Oh, no. sponge, wasn't it? Mm. No. But, you know, I'm not a nice cream girl. Oh, oh mate. Because it's funny sponge cheap and it's sponge. funny ice cream. Cheap sponge, cheap jam, cheap ice cream. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Beautiful. I mean... Uh, Scottish comedian that used to advertise it, just as a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah, I'm older than you. Scottish comedian? Yeah. Well, the only Scottish comedian I can think of is Billy Connolly. No, it was... Um, it was the other one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. And I want to get him on the show, Stanley Baxter. Yeah. Stanley Baxter. Oh, yes. Can we get Stanley Baxter on the oh, show? I've been meaning to ask for ages. Stanley oh, Baxter. Oh, and isn't that funny? <laughs> I've been thinking for the last three weeks. When I get in tonight, because um, Stanley Baxter lives in North London, he's still alive. Oh, really? Yeah, he's still alive. I, and I remember when I was on TV, he used to live near me, and when I was on TV, I saw him, and we both looked at each other and smiled and nodded because we recognised each other. But it's Stanley Baxter, I've been, every, every night for the last three weeks, I keep driving and going, oh, I must send an email to Stanley Baxter to see if he'll come on the show because he's one of those people don't tell me he's, he's not dead he's not he's, dead he's not, but he's, he's also like, I don't know whether he's got an agent anymore he's very old he's, he's, he's in his 80s late mm. 80s um, uh-huh. but he's one of those people that was huge yeah. he used to do all characters he was a bit like Dick Emery wasn't yes. he he'd dress up as women and do all these yeah. silly characters and stuff and he's not going to be around for much longer and I think that we should we should acknowledge him and say do you know what mate you're an absolute <laughs> legend thank you very much for everything hey 
You know who's coming on on Tuesday night at ten o'clock? I do, yeah. Tommy Cannon from Cannon and Ball. Oh, really? Uh, honestly, is Tommy... He, is it coming in? He's coming on the phone. It's on the oh. phone, right? And Tommy Cannon <coughs> followed me. The Tommy Cannon followed me on Twitch. I thought, hey, up. This is a turn up for the books. So I messaged him saying, hey, Tommy, thanks for the follow. Big fan. We were talking about you and the boys in blue, the film, about a month ago on the show. I'd love to have you on any chance. He replied... Yeah, would love that, buddy. Thanks very much. Very kind of you. Then he goes on to tell me about his moving house and stuff. And I just thought, would love that, buddy. Thanks very much. Very kind of you. I thought it doesn't sound real. Too then easy. I, then I thought, this isn't the real Tommy Cannon. What am I? I'm, I've been an idiot. I've fallen for the most basic internet joke. So I thought, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to sort this joker out. So I went to the Cannon and Ball website, the official website. They've got a contact. I sent them an email saying, um, at the Tommy Cannon. That's not the real Tommy Cannon, is it? And she went, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it is. Boom. I've got Tommy Cannon's home phone number. Let me close my screen just in case anyone can say, I've got Tommy Cannon's home phone number. It's coming on the show on Tuesday. Absolute legend. And I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, you know, people sometimes, people recently have been saying I suck up to my guests too much. Only because I get people on that I admire. Yeah. I am going to, I'm going to kneel down in front of that gentleman and worship him. He's a god. Also, the person that said you sucked up in front of your guest was someone who was jealous that you hadn't spent enough time with him. Oh, so. right. Was that, is that yeah, what it was? Yeah, All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, line one, you're on the wireless. That'll do for me, Tommy. Oh, Tommy. <laughs> Rock on, Tommy. Oh, me piggy nipples! Oh, me piggy nipples! <laughs> Tommy, can you believe it, Dredge? Can you be- I can't believe it. D- Tommy Cannon has not only been following me and tweeting me, he's coming on the show at 10 o'clock on Sunday. I am so, uh, listen, I'm so, so thrilled by this. I mean, he was, they were bigger at one point than Morecambe and Wise. Yep, 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 that yep. Is, that is something people forget. They were like the biggest thing on television by a long way, and you, you know how how big they were. You yeah, know. yeah. Uh, oh, they were huge. They they owned Saturday that, Night. Yeah, I, I remember as a kid thinking it was a really really funny show. Everyone was doing the impression because Bobby Ball is so easy to impersonate. Yeah. Um, well, you know, apart from tonight, but he's brilliant. And, Here you go. Um, the sketch. I remember them the sketch coming on with Adamant, and also. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Was it? Was it? Now, was it Cannon and Ball, I think it was, that did the invisible snooker table? <laughs> with with, know, with Dennis Taylor. Classic sketch, an invisible invisible snooker table with Dennis Taylor, right? And they're hustling him. Uh, it's, it's, it's beautiful, and it's got such a good payoff, such a good punchline. Uh, go and Google that. And here's the thing, you'll like this, Dredge, right? Go and YouTube this. Cannon and Ball... On the um, wheel tappers and shunters, right? You know that show, yeah? That was where they would say the pies have arrived. Yeah, me and me and when I lived with Mackenzie Crook, right? We saw them on Granada Men and Motors, and we taped it, right? And we became obsessed with this ten-minute. This is before they were famous. This we've got a couple of young lads who are going to come and have a go. Give them a round of applause. Be nice to them, cannon and ball, right? It was the funniest uh, this is how i remember it. i've not seen it for 10 i've not seen it for 15 years it was the funniest sweetest light years ahead of its time stand up double act we're, and me and mackenzie were obsessed with it and we just watch it again and again it was it's beautiful john go and watch that i actually have seen them live any good i, I... no rubbish no i i saw them at great yarmouth <laughs> About 
about 10 years ago or something. Uh, it, it, was, it, was a, it was a bit of a sparse audience. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I bet, yeah. But, 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 but they were really excellent. They were absolutely brilliant. And um, it, was, it was an interesting... It's like it was sort of the end of that sort of entertainment almost. Yeah. You know I mean? I guess you still get that in Blackpool, do you, and things like that. But it's sort of... It's in its last throes now, I guess. But they were great. They were brilliant. I mean, he came on, like, with about, sort of, five buckets and spades, you know what I mean? Yeah. And said something like, there's no bloody... But no, no one here, Tommy. No one here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they would get, like, 20, 25 million viewers. You know, I mean, ridiculous so, figures. And so what happened? You know what I mean? Why, I'm on, why did it... I... Do you know what I mean? I think The Boys in Blue, back, their movie, backfired, because it didn't really take off, and it got, I think it got a bit of a drubbing. I would have to check. I think there may have been some kind of um, marital infidelity some way, but I don't want to say, in case I've got it totally wrong. I know that they I think they became born-again Christians, and they forgave each other. Um, I don't know. It's just fashion, and it, Dredge, you know, it's just fashion. They, they, you know, they'd come out on a Saturday night in their tuxedos and their dicky bows, and by the end of the 80s, the early 90s, that's not what people wanted, was it? You know, that, that people turned away from that kind of stuff. And I think Bobby Ball was sort of slightly rediscovered more recently, wasn't he? Because I think he was in Last of the Summer Wine and other programmes right. like that. Right, Because, I, I, mean, I mean, I remember reading about Lenny Henry saying he used to watch Cannonball from the side of the stage, just just learning from this guy who he thought was, like, the master of, like, live comedy, yeah. you know what I mean? Okay, you're right, Cannonball, we'd, now, all go, but... we'd all go to school the next day and do uh, Bobby Ball impressions. That's what I mean, you'd have the braces, wouldn't you, you know? Yeah. Pretend to have the braces Rock on. on. Tommy! Oh, you little liar! You little liar! That, you little liar, is, is, um, the, the, the 80s equivalent of, uh, you wouldn't let it lie. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't let it lie, Reeves. You know, it's the same thing. Beautiful. Beautiful. And that's where all that Vic Reeves stuff comes from, is from, from those. Tommy Cannon's coming on, and it has to be said, uh, and I've been thinking about this for a while, but I didn't quite know if I wanted to do it. And Dredge sent me an email saying, you, you got Cannon, you should get Loads of old school entertainers on, and I've been inspired, Dredge, and I've and, and I've given Catherine a big list, some of which you came up with, some of which I came up with, and we've, we've all been contacted. We've been contacting all kinds of people, Bernie Clifton, uh, well, all kinds oh, of wow, people. So, so we're we're keeping our Little fingers and large. crossed. Yeah, well, don't not together. No, no, good. Separately, yes. I've not mentioned one to the other. No, don't. Um, yeah, we we're going to try and get all these people on because it is that that thing with Stanley Baxter. Stanley Baxter's 90, apparently. I can't find him, you know. Um, I'll go around North Maybe London. He was, I know he, he's... Was, he, was, he was huge, wasn't yeah. he? His, his shows yeah. had sort of <laughs> incredible amounts of money spent on them. Yeah. You know, and, and, and they looked amazing. They sort of looked like Hollywood Oh, they were huge. Some of them. I know the greengrocers he and, uses. And I'll go, I'll go and loiter. Out. I know exactly which greengrocers he uses. I'll go and um, loiter. In, in, interview his greengrocer. Interview his <laughs> greengrocer. <laughs> that might be the way to leave, do it. Leave notes on the oranges. That might be, but this is it, because all these people, you know, can Cannon and Ball, you, got, you know, they'll, they'll be around for a long time to come, I'm sure. But, 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 last year, if last year taught us anything, it's that... Um, Go and pay your respects to your heroes. Thank you for that, Dredge. Go and pay your respects to your heroes while they're still here, not after they've done. How cool would it have been to got um, Paul Daniels on this show? Yeah. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it have Paul Daniels in, doing a few tricks? Fantastic. I'd have paid for a cab and a hotel for him if, if that's what he wanted. Would have been fantastic. And we missed it. So let's grab all of these people while we can. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee. It's called Straight to Air all evening. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and 
off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Okay, um, and we, 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 we fully acknowledge that some of these people have been on Bob Mills' show, but do you know what? I don't mind because we'll do it completely different to Bob Mills. Mm-hmm. But, 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 uh, it, I, I cannot stress enough how good Bob Mills' show is. Uh, on a Sunday night, seven, I guess it starts at seven. Yeah. Because I tune in halfway through, seven till ten. So you've got Howard Hughes, and we should get Howard on again, because he's yeah. brilliant. Howard Hughes on at ten, talking to fruitcakes and ghost watchers and all kinds of stuff. It's brilliant. It's, I, it's my favourite thing to fall asleep to, and that's a compliment. Um, but before that, Bob Mills... Um, and some of you will know Bob Mills from In Bed With Me Dinner, which was a, was like a cult thing when I was, was when I was a student. It's brilliant, wasn't it? He just watched TV programmes and dissect them and go, hey, have a look at, do you remember the way he did one about, um, it was a documentary about robbers or something. Anyway. Um, and he's... He also had a bit part in Doctor Who. Yes, he did. And he's a brilliant comedian. In fact, I was just voicing uh, another episode of, um... Toddlers make you laugh out loud. Oh, and they do. It's a funny one this week. <laughs> it's a funny one, right? And, and Bob Mills is doing one of the talking heads in it. It is a really funny one. It's, and and the, we did Magicians last week, and it didn't do too well on the TV. Not many people watched it, which is a shame. But this is brilliant. Toddlers, right? And there's a brilliant clip of a toddler, and um, <laughs> he's, 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 his mum's filming him, going, what are you doing? And it's like you when your girl fell down the toilet. Yeah, you film them first, yeah. then you help, don't you? She, she's filming this boy. She's going, what are you doing? I'm combing my hair, right? He's got clippers. Oh, no! He's shaving his <laughs> head. Oh, I would definitely... He's shaving his head. It's brilliant. Well, I suppose the damage is done. You might oh, as well capture so it. Oh, it's so funny. And there's one... There's one um, where there's a dad is stuck inside, like, you know the sort of play tent you get inside yeah. the house? He's stuck inside it, right, with his legs <laughs> hanging out. And um, the kids just, like, pile on him. And he goes... Which one of you kids is kicking me in the balls? <laughs> All of them. And then the wife joins in. Yes. And he gets out. Why didn't you stop them? I was trying to stop them, honey. <laughs> and there's one where there's a ba- uh, there's a toddler who's got hold of a pot of pseudocreme. <laughs> covered com- completely, <laughs> completely white yeah. with pseudocreme. You see these eyes. <laughs> It's so funny. People knock me for doing that show, right? But first of all, A, it feeds my kids and it pays the mortgage. It's funny. And B, it's a funny show. Honestly, the the, the toddlers, are go- I don't know what day it goes out because they keep changing it. It's so funny. And Bob Mills is doing the talking heads in it. And um, he's he's absolutely brilliant. He's, he nails it spot on. But his show on a Sunday, it's him... And a couple of, normally it's a couple of comedians, or maybe it's a couple of comedians and a promoter, or maybe it's a comedian and a writer, and, um, like, you'll get new comedians and comedians from the 80s, 90s and stuff, um, and often he'll do a big interview with someone like Jimmy Cricket or Steve Coogan at the end, um, but it's just, it's just eavesdropping, and they, but a lot of it's just in talking about gigs in the 80s that have closed down. But the thing is, they're talking about stuff that's very matter-of-fact to them, they're used to it, and they are kind of, no, they're all friends of friends of each other, aren't they, as well? But it's fascinating stuff, because, like you say, it's eavesdropping. Well, they were talking about a gig they used to do in, um, um, it's near where my aunt lives, I can't think where it is, anyway. Oh, there. Yeah, sort of northwest somewhere. (laughs) And, um. 
after the gig, you go back to the promoter's house. It's so old-fashioned. With cheese and wine. Cheese and wine. More wine, More than, wine cheese. than cheese. <laughs> and then the promoter would be pished, would then drive you home. <laughs> and they had John Manning, who's a cracking comedian, he'd say, you know, even though it was an hour's walk, I'd always say no thank you to the lift. It's such a good show, and I do worry, because there's some brilliant gems hidden away at the weekend, yeah. right? And we hear all about Martin Roberts, which is a great show, and we hear a lot about the, um, the... The Real Hustle. The, the, Real, Hustle. the Radio Hustle, which is a brilliant, brilliant show. But you've got, you've got Bob Mills and, and, and Howard Hughes, and I, I, I don't think you hear and enough Jake about Yap, them. Jake Yap, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, we should get Bob Mills on the show one night. Oh, actually, in fact, let's let's see if we can get Bob to come on the show one night, plug his show, and it will just be nice to have a, 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 a chat with him as well. Because right. I've only ever spoken to him briefly in the office. He's a really nice. Fellow. Yeah, I've always been a bit intimidated by Bob Mills, just because. A, I've seen him on the telly, and B, when we, I was doing the 11 o'clock show, in the building next door to this is where we used to do it, he was, he was on, he had an office on the same floor as us, and he'd, um, he'd come in, it was very, it was very weird, I would mention this to him, he'd come in, I don't know what he was working on, it wasn't mid-dinner, but, and, and he'd just slowly walk around our office, which was very big, and there's loads of writers, and all of the writers, you know, on my, on the 11 o'clock show, would, would start, Oh, they, I think they said, here comes Raffles or something. They call him Raffles. And he just wander around. For a chat. Yeah. Well, no, no one chatted. And this is the thing. Now I am more aware of him. I think he was looking for a chat. But was. we all took it as young bucks going, look at that old git coming in here trying to nick our stuff. He just wanted no, a chat. He loves a gap. He just wanted when a chat. he covered for you. Um, and I was really intimidated by him, and I was thinking, God, I'm not going to be able to tell him anything, am yeah. I? He's been there, done it, bought the T-shirt. Yeah. He's normally produced by his daughter. So, you know... Oh, he, right. so we can get jobs for a family, Well, we? I mean, she obviously knows her stuff. Interesting. And he, he kind of wonder, you know, oh, God, right, so he likes it the way he likes it, probably. Yep. Actually, really easygoing fella, went with the flow, just... And I guess that's the other way people get on in show business, yeah. isn't it? By being an absolute pleasure to yeah. work with. And he bought me a double-decker. Win-win. Of course. <laughs> he, of course, wrote a film starring Timothy Spall, mm -hmm. Pierpoint, mm -hmm. about the last execution in Britain, which I've never seen, so it's really good. He also, wrote a, he also wrote a cracking series for Michael Barrymore. And I cannot remember what it was called, but it was kind of like the British equivalent of the Larry Sanders show, in that it was Michael Barrymore playing a character, uh, but it was a different name. But he and in it he was hosting a TV show, mm -hmm. and then you'd see backstage and stuff. And it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And it just didn't it didn't catch the public's imagination, as is often the case. And I don't think he got. I think it may have been one or two series. Um, so he's a cracking writer. But he's also a fascinating person. He came to London like in his early teens because yeah. he'd been a bit of a bad lad at home oh, in Cheshire yeah, he lost his I accent bet. really quickly complete opposite to me because I got picked on for my accent and like yeah. hung on to it and went broader for a long time yeah. he completely lost his he said he spent something like two weeks in his bedroom practising his Cockney accent wow isn't that funny so every now and again it comes out he's got a slightly scouse yeah. like woolly back accent oh let's see if he'll come on I'd oh you'd love him I'd love that we'll get him in one so night oh three I always remember him saying yeah is to Work out whether or not you like the child's name is shout out. Frasier, your dinner's ready. <laughs> <laughs> shout in a park. Yeah, I will never forget that. Yeah. So whatever I call it, I think a Bob. Frasier, <laughs> by the way, dear listener, yeah. we've got a family in. Hello. They're real, they're not actors. They're actually a real, <laughs> genuine family that I invited in, apparently. What a, ni <laughs> what a nice guy I am. <laughs> what a nice. 0344 499 1000. I can see we've got loads of people waiting to get on. We'll get to them in a second. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Right, let's answer some of these phone calls. 0344 499 1000. Calls straight to air all evening. Line one, you're on the wireless. Catherine? Yes. Book up Tommy Boyd now. Human Zoo! Thank you very much indeed. I've asked Tommy to come on the show, and he's, um, a man of mystery, Mr. Boyd. I know the bosses want him to come and do some stuff. I have asked him to come on the show, and he said, not, the time's not quite right, dear boy. As he's like, he talks like that, the time's not quite right, dear boy. He's up to something, I don't know what. I worked with him once. Yeah. One day he came in to cover at the old place. Yes. And I used to listen to him on the Human Zoo. Yeah. And I was scared stiff of him. And he seemed all right, but uh, he was oh, quite I bet, scary. I bet, I bet he can turn. Yeah. I bet he can turn. That's how Clive Bull got his break in radio. Clive Bull was... So years and years ago, Tommy Boyd was at LBC. And Clive Bull <coughs> was his phone-up. And I, this is the way I remember it. I may be misremembering the, the precise details, but the, 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 the outline I'm about to tell you is true. There was... Um, the the tech op, I think, was a bit of a boozer, and Tommy said something like, "If that guy come, if that guy comes in drunk again, something like this." That's the legend, is it? No, this is how both Tommy and I think Clive have told it to me, but I can't remember if it's someone being drunk or not. But anyway, this is how I'll tell it. And but but the, the basic premise is true. He said, "If that guy is drunk again tomorrow, I'm not doing the show." And the boss said, "Don't worry, Tommy. We will sort it out. He will not be drunk." And um. Tommy, they got in and he sat down and the show was, you know, was coming up to the top of the hour, ready for the show to start. And he saw that the guy was pissed and he just went, he just hit the intercom and said, no, is it? He got up, put his jacket on. This is how both him and Clive have told it to me separately. Walked out, looked at Clive and said, this is your big break. And he walked out the building and left. He came back later, but Clive had to go in and fill and do that show for, you know, without Saying any that, prep. I completely get why you would do that. Yeah, yeah, completely, completely. You can't carry on in those conditions. Completely. But, um, and that's how Clive, um... Got his his big break. Wow, serendipity. Serendipity, indeed. Oh three four. Now I've, now we've stopped talking. Everyone stopped phoning in. Mm. We had loads of calls for the last fifteen minutes. And after you can call in, guys. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We were talking about my new meds and how they are making me feel. I'm not going to try and explain. Um, <coughs> I can't remember what my tablets are called. V- begins with the venlafaxine, v- right? Yeah, it sounds like gelataxi. Uh, venlafaxine. <laughs> Can I just ask? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to explain this in detail because this will make me sound mad. It's like the time I genuinely, me and my wife genuinely saw a UFO, and we. I mentioned it on on a radio show I was hosting, and my local paper got in touch, and I said, "Nah, I'm not. I'm not doing that because you'll make me out to look like a weirdo." Mm-hmm. I know I saw a UFO, and we did. We saw a UFO. So I'm not going to go into the details of, of this. I've been into the details of the year, and they do sound like the ramblings of a deranged lunatic. Well, they no, do. but it's, you know, it's if chemicals, have, isn't it? If you have taken the drug, venlafaxine, okay, it's an antidepressant, right? And I'm just going to say this, because I said this on Twitter, and it registered with, with someone. And it's going to sound weird, and you could laugh. You Have you time-travelled? <laughs> That's a sneeze. I'm that was laughing. a sneeze. I'm not that laughing. was a sneeze. I, seriously, and I'm not going to go into the details, but I've I've up my dosage on the venlafaxine. I have I have been time travelling. That's all I'm going to say. Backwards in time, 
not forwards, obviously. If anyone identifies with that, let's start a support group because it's freaky, man. It's freaky. It's a little bit psychedelic. It's good. It's all right. But it's, it, it, it happened a lot today, particularly when a, a particular Bell and Sebastian song came on the radio. Anyway, that to one side. Um, I've been feeling miserable. On Wednesday, I had a sense of optimism for 20 minutes. Today, I feel um, infinitely powerful and unstoppable, and I can take on the world. I can take on that Muppet who's having a go at me on... on I've really had to bite my tongue, because I feel like that, that um, idiot who's having a go at me on Twitter from his Nana's bedroom... I, I'm thinking I can I can beat him I can take him on today I can do him. Yeah, but the day after tomorrow no, you exactly. might feel low again. And... Oh no, exactly. It's just not worth it's not worth arguing with someone who does a podcast. You know, um, best of luck to him. I, ge- I genuinely mean that. If only he could see that. Um, but today, with the sunshine, like I said, I was organising a game of had for uh, uh, all these kids. I felt infinitely powerful. Mm. But how has it been the last few weeks for you, watching? And you can you can be as honest as you want to be. I, 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 well, you, look, yes. I've known you change meds in the past, so yes. I try and keep the perspective that it's about your survival and yes. um, and it's temporary and it will even itself out. Yeah. But it's got dark, hasn't it? Yeah. And it's really hard to... Um, it's really hard to stay... To keep reassuring you of that, when yeah. after a while I think, actually, am I being Pollyanna here? Is it? You know? I don't get. I don't get the reference to Pollyanna. Well, am I? Am I sounding glib, or am I? You know, I'm. I'm not making. I'm, I can't help you, can no, I? No, I can't help you no, feel better. Exactly. And it's really hard seeing your friend so low and so um, full of despair. Yeah. And oh, I wanted not, to kill myself earlier this week. Oh, no. um, exactly, and it's just it's horrible. But but but. I, what I keep saying to you is, it's chemical. It's yeah. So much of it is chemical. This, this chemical is fascinating, because the first week I was gurning, I was, I was doing that all the time, and it's like stretching and stuff. Um, and now it's just... Uh, I, mean, I, I could do anything. Do you know what I mean? That's what it feels like. I can do anything. Another thing is, I don't want to be asking you how you are all the time, but I am concerned about how you are pretty much oh, all the I can time. do anything, mate. Mm-hmm. I'm, un- I'm unbeatable. Yeah, no, but when you're low, I recognise that you often don't want to talk about it. I'm like that film with Bradley Cooper, where he takes that pill that he steals of Robert De Niro, and he's, was it insatiable? I don't know, I've never seen it. He's incalculable. He can do anything. Encourageable? Yeah, that's it, incorrigible. Sorry, Bradley <laughs> Cooper and Robert De Niro. Line one, you're on the wireless. Hey, hey, Ian. Hey, Evan, how you doing, man? Hi, good, thanks. A bit. Under the weather. Uh oh. Here's right. I've asked this before. I'm going to ask it again. You've got a cold, yeah? Yeah, quite a bad one. Yeah, me too. It's because it's damp. No, no, no. You don't get colds from damp. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. Oh, That's yeah. no, you don't. Uh. Right. George Galloway's got a cold. Right. My kids have got a cold. I understand that. They coughed in my open mouth. They cough <laughs> in my open <laughs> mouth. You must have had that as a mum, Fred. When they cough, when you think, oh, I've, uh, you th- th- their colds are just dying. You think, oh, I've got away with it. Then they cough or sneeze <laughs> in your open <laughs> no, mouth. You know it's there because it's just going, and you can feel it going, oh, no. Um, so I, but, but, uh, Eben's got it. George Galloway's got it. Are you saying that George Galloway's coughed in Eben's open mouth? Because <laughs> that's that's weird. Probably in in the great cough relay that happens around this country. Yeah, indirectly he's coughed in Eben's mouth. Yeah, I'm going to say it. Uh, well, but but how does it work like that? And if it was Ebola, it well, if okay, if it was Ebola, Umbola, if it was Umbola, would the entire 
How long would it? T- okay, it's a genuine question. How long would it take if um, one person had Ebola and it wasn't recognised? They weren't taken to the Royal Free in, in uh, Highgate, Hampstead. How long would it take for the entire population of Great Britain to get Ebola? Oh, I don't know. That's old news, isn't it? See, I mean, no, there, no, there was a time when every day we'd be well, told no, exactly that, how long it would take. Not that specifically, then. All right, avian flu, swine flu, bird flu, HM five one. Now, if you'd have HM5-1. finished, if you'd have finished your medical qualification, yes. unfortunately, six th- months, the rules. Ugh. You would know that all these different strains carry at different rates. Six so months. that's an impossible question. Someone sent us, Eben, a really good mm-hmm. map of where. Um, it's called had or tag hmm. or it. Have you seen this map? I've retweeted it, right? Yeah. And no, it was... It's Christopher that, that sent it. Thank you, Christopher, because it's absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. So, in London and the southeast, where I was born... Well, actually, it's quite... It's just around London. It's had, he, or hit. We never called it hit, but had and he. Tiggy. Tig. In... Up north, it's Tig, mm. Tiggy. There's a tiny area in the northwest called, where it's Tuggy. <laughs> There's um, Tick. Where is that? This, that's Liverpool, isn't it? Tick in Liverpool. Mm. Dobby in I don't know the, the, the Midlands. And then you got Tag, Tap in the the south. And the Isle of Wight. The Isle of Wight. It's called Tap. South Wales, catch chase. South Wales, catch chase. Catch chase. Well, what's a game of catch chase? Isn't it? Do you want a game of catch... Oh, sorry, Eben's Welsh. <laughs> We're actually... That's actually racist. Oh, speaking racist. his language, then. Eben, would you call it catch chase? I'm actually not sure. Have you ever played... You know the game we're talking about. Uh, you probably called it tag. Yes. Yeah, tag. T- tag or Tig in the southwest. It's a brilliant map, and Tig in Northern Ireland. Now, see, I'm fascinated by. I could read a whole book on that, on that map, explaining that map, explaining how it spread and how it stopped at those boundaries. Isn't it funny that lunch is just London and just the surrounding? I grew up in Slough, so that would count. And you know, a lot of people, in fact, everybody that lived in Slough. Um, had either moved from India or they'd moved from London. You, you know, that was that was kind of the demographic. So had and he, that makes perfect sense. It's weird, isn't it? Mm. I could read a whole book on that. Tig, that's what we used to call a it. A whole book on that. Catherine? Write one. Oh, I can't be bothered. <laughs> no, I can't. Books have got so many words in. And yeah. also, that would take a lot of research. I, could, I, I can't even write a book about my life. You know we need to get to do that. Our mate that does the, po- the postcode books. Mark Mason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Mason. Get him on it. Get him Mark on it. Mason. I'll tweet him. I'll tweet him, Eben. Sort it out, Mark. There we go. Okay. What you got for us, Eben? I was actually phoning in with a movie quote. Oh, flipping it! Yes, 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 sir. The Great American Novel. The Great American Novel. Yes, that. Yeah, I'm glad you remember that because that was it's open. Um, Yes, go. Shall I say the name of the movie? No, we're going to guess it. We're going to guess it. Give us the quote. Okay. What is that? I come here for a proper shooting. What are you going to do with that rolling pen? you going to bake me a cake? What I want is a shoot-out. A shoot-out is a shoot-out, like it, a western. He's quoting the whole film. I think that's Lockstock, is it? I've never seen Lockstock. Is it Lockstock? No, it isn't. Is it, um... Blazing Saddles? No. Is it, um... Hoax 
the Paul Hogan story, which I saw a trailer for today. Is that real? Yeah, it, there's a lot of wigs going mm. on in that. Is it Sister Act 2 mm. back in the habit? No. What is it, Eben? It's legend. It's what? Legend. With Tom Hardy. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, so it's like Lockstock, then. Well, I need I need an abbreviated version of that, Evan, because I'll be honest, I can't type that much. It's the Cree Brothers. Yeah, no, no, I don't need an abbreviation of what the film is <laughs> of that quote. So give me, just give me the snappy bit of that quote. I come here for a proper shooting. I come here. I come here for a proper shoot out. And who's saying that? Ronald Cray. But in... Oh. No, in the... In this... Right, so far the characters we've got are Steve, Phil, Vivian, who's a lady, um, a busty redhead, whose name I don't think we have, and Grant has just <laughs> arrived. <coughs> oh, dear. Eben, are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Get, the, get the off, the, get off oh. the Rothmans, dude. Um, <laughs> and Grant has just come in. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to give it to the busty redhead. Thank you very much, Evan. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So here's while we're voicing the um, uh, toddlers make you laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. Something came up in the script, and. Um, I read it the way it was written in the script, and the producer, Ben, who's a delightful gentleman, went, no, 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 no. Do that again. Bit less sarcastic. No, no, no. No, (laughs) he's that guy, but there's no... He said, no, it's not that word, it's that word. I went, are you sure? He went, yeah, it's not that word, it's this word. And I said, Ben, I have done phone-ins on this. I agree with you. I think you're right, but... (laughs) no one else agrees with me go on the thing i said was and if you think that's bad you've got another thing coming mm-hmm. what did he correct it to not think think well that's ridiculous oh. no 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 he said you got another think coming i said ben, no that would be another thought I s- yeah if he was going there yeah so it's wrong he's clearly shown himself up for being a little bit silly Dave Coleman did a bit on this in right. uh, Modern Life is Good. Go on. He, uh, yeah, Go on. he did uh, uh, cat phrases because that was another th- mistake that people had. And it was on um, on Twitter, just people uh, tweeting phrases where it was like, um, more like a bowl in a china shop for, <laughs> for thinking that meant that they were uh, pointless or something or um, from the gecko. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? He didn't make you say think. He made me say think. <gasps> Oh, and he said he'd sent me evidence that would back up the claim, but actually oh, it's not. Oh, that makes go. it worse when they're insistent No, no, no. And wrong. The Oxford English Dictionary... Shut up. ...defines the phrase to have another... Uh... No. 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 Look, we're all gonna he's t- oh, he stitched me completely up. The thing he sent me proves it's another thing coming. Yes. But he used it. He cited this as absolute evidence. Well, he's he's made you look a plum. I'm gonna. Can I? Can you just bear with me while I text? Ring him, him. up. Yeah, you, don't you, text him. Ring him up. No, I'm not. I'm not going to ring him up. Wake he's, him he's up. Got, all right, hang his... on. You tit. <laughs> your evidence. Yeah, it's quite, uh, I think. Proves oh, that 
it's another thing. Oh, yeah. Well, go on that one. Thanks for nothing. Uh-uh. You've made me look stupid <laughs> on my own show. There we go. That's... Doesn't take much, though, does it? <laughs> That's now. Come on now. Come on now. Hang on. I want to look intelligent. Yeah, guests. This is oh, this yes. is this. Hang on a second. This is how you make me make me look intelligent. Yes, Caddick. Him, 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 Oh, it's great to have you back. We missed you. Uh, it's good to miss you too, Ian. Happy birthday for yesterday. Don't. No, no, we're not <laughs> doing do that. Don't do shout outs. Thank you. We're not doing that. It wasn't yesterday. Oh, wait, 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 I'm not doing that. Anyway, yeah, what do you want? Oh, uh, I, I did have some audio lined up because uh, audio. it was audio. 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 You all you had. You mean you had a tape recording? No, it's live on YouTube. Uh, well, do, do you want to act it out for us? Because <laughs> you know how much we love great audio clips being played down the phone to us. Is it? We built this city. Mm, 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 we it's built this city. Cat. What? It's not Starship. Right. What is it then, Caddick? It's a TV theme tune. I want you to guess the theme tune. Well, if we can't hear it, we're never going to guess it. We can. Heart to heart. Magpie. Is it my two dads? We're never going to find out. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. Uh, Hi, this is my first time on talk radio since 2001. Wow, is it it Charlie Wolf? (laughs) I thought it was unscreened. Yeah, it is unscreened. You're on the air. Oh, right. uh, Well, it is, yeah. I just thought I'd ring it because I was feeling old. I've just seen, I've just watched um, 16 Candles for the first time. Oh, yeah. I'm, no, I've not I'm seen that. You bought that for me. I've not, I've not seen 16 Candles. Tell the breeze. Yeah. You never watch the no, things no, I no. give you. No, I did. There's a box set. I'm not going to watch all of them, am I? It's a box set. Was it, now, <laughs> 16 Candles, that's got the girl from Pretty in Pink in, Molly hasn't Ringwald. it? Ringwald. Yeah, yeah. She's destined to be my second <laughs> wife. <laughs> She's oh, still man. running. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's not as good as um, that other one she was in. Well, there's others too. Oh, I can't remember. Why did you? Why yeah, did you choose um, tonight of all nights to watch that movie? I don't know. Uh, Sonia Zill and um, Sonia Zill is like in our forties, and we're feeling a bit. Has everyone? Have you? Has Sonia got? I don't know who Sonia is. Is Sonia got this cold? <laughs> Pardon? Has Has Sonia got this cold? Uh, yeah, yeah. Everyone's that got one, the yeah. cold. Evan's got it. Galloway's <laughs> got it. Sonia's got it. I've got it. Are you saying that yeah. Galloway spat and coughed in her mouth? Indirectly, yes. Unbelievable. <laughs> Everyone's got it, caller. <laughs> I bet Molly Ringwald's got it. As I well. bet Ringwald's got it. <laughs> Everyone's got this flipping cold. Yeah, it's a killer. It's it forces you to watch these terrible films and call. Uh, Talk radio for the first time in over a decade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what what's happened to you in the last sixteen years? Um, Brr. I've been on a bit of a. I've been walking the earth really, and I've been on an emotional, spiritual journey. Really, hang on, hang on a minute. I've, I've basically been unemployed. Yeah. Well, for, for the whole sixteen years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, well, since about uh, 1989, actually. Have, have you really? <laughs> what, uh, well, what, what happened? Oh, it's a long story. It's really sad, but yeah. We've I, got all night. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't regret it. What, did, what did you I do? Did you, did you, did you, you, you quit work, did you? 
Yeah, I walked out. I, I used to be a salesperson at Dixon's. I used to sell Static Spectrums and Master Systems oh, and beautiful. Yamaha keyboards and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I just walked out one summer's day in 1988, I think it was, or 89, and I walked the earth. When you say yeah, you walk the I, earth, I've done an art degree actually. Yeah, when you say you walk the I, earth, I, I, where I, I, I turned forty, okay. I had a uh, midlife crisis, and uh, I decided it was time to turn my life around and uh, yeah. become an artist. So I did a fine art, contemporary fine art degree, and hang out with all the young people. And when you say yeah, you walk the earth, where, where did you walk? Well, it was it was more like an astral walk, really. I, I stayed in my room most of the time, like uh. it was a bit of a. I wrote songs was there and, a, you know, were, were there any um, psychedelics ingested? No, actually, I had a few bad experiences in the eighties and decided it wasn't for me. I got a bit paranoid and. Did, um, you, did you happen to have I a few bad experiences in about nineteen eighty eight, eighty nine, just before you walked out of Dixon's? <laughs> no, that came afterwards. Actually, okay, okay. Yeah. So you you you, <laughs> you laid in your bedroom for sixteen years, and when you say you walked yeah, the earth, I, you mean you didn't walk the earth, you astrally projected. Where did your spirit or whatever it may be go? Uh, all kinds of dark places. Like I walked the depths, the depths of hell and the peaks of uh, heaven. <laughs> wow. No. Hey, listen, man, I was uh, talking yeah, about how I was time-travelling earlier on today, so you you have come totally to the right place. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm, like... I'm on this mad antidepressant that's, that, that is, at the moment, is causing me to jump about through time, a little bit like the bloke in wow. Quantum Leap. Have you heard, have you heard, have you heard of, um, oh, what's it called? The something... That weird time thing where the people reckon that time's been all distorted. Yeah, um, the Mandela effect. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this this show is We're <laughs> sponsored by the Mandela effect. We think effect. this show is sponsored by the Mandela effect. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I think every time it, we do I'm a show, the the, the 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 timelines just split off in about fifty different <laughs> directions. So you, you yeah, astrally, exactly. how did you learn to astrally project? Um. Like him, naturally. I was, I'm, I'm one of just one of those people. Really, I can yeah. lay on a bed and and just sixteen years disappear. Yeah, into strings. Uh, I don't know. It won't. It was more of a. Um, it wasn't a literal thing. It was just a. Oh, I don't know. When it was, was let, uh, grounding ourselves slightly more in, in the physical realities of the world? You, you say your last call was to talk radio in two thousand and one. <laughs> Who was it to, yeah. and what did you talk about? Well, it might have been before that. It was Gary Jacobs, I think. What was Gary Jacobs' line? He was the lawyer. I don't want your life story. Yeah. Just get to the point. Or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I remember that. But he yeah. Was, uh, this was just before he died. He, he was, um, yeah. I don't know. He was, he was a real nice guy. I was, I was talking, I was t talking about uh, the digitizer, um, what is it, news group or something, and um and Mr. Biffo, and, and how Mr. Biffo had been cussing him because he, he couldn't finish Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog off, man. Here's the worrying topic. thing. I know exactly what this gentleman is talking about. Hey, listen, man, what's, <laughs> your, what's your name, friend? <laughs> Matt Hopper. Matt Hopper. My, my Matt. name is Ian Lee. Listen, I have to go to the news now, Matt Hopper, but I hope we get to speak again one night. Cheers. Thanks for do. calling, man. Take care. <laughs> Cheers, Ian. And good luck to Sonia. I hope she gets better. What a nice man. Huh? I mean, get a job, but... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What's that football chant? 
Get a job, my lord. Get a job. <laughs> <laughs> what a nice man. Thank you for that. I enjoyed that a lot. Wow. What an hour. What an hour that was. Another hour to go, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, line one. Hello. Hello, line one. I can't believe. Am I straight through to air? Yes. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you very much for asking. You're very welcome. Um, I... <laughs> it's a very, Sorry, formal, a very formal start to the uh, phone conversation. <laughs> well, that's because you've taken me quite by surprise. Cheeky. Don't cut me off. Well, uh, well I might do. <laughs> yeah, obviously that is your want, but... Are you um, a copper? Have I done something no. wrong? <laughs> no. You sound like... You're speaking like you... a copper. Am I? Oh, yes. I'm really sorry. I, I'm quite discombobulated, so... Um, well, you found a show knowing right. there was a strong chance you'd get on the air. No, I didn't. This is the first time I've made contact with you. I've watched you and um, follow your podcast regularly. Tonight I um, had the chance to look on your... Um, I saw your Facebook page about going on Periscope. Yes. I looked on Periscope and there you were. There we are. White t-shirt and a lovely yes. cat opposite you. Yes. And and then suddenly you reached up and Periscope went off. Oh, yeah, no, because I was looking oh. for something on my phone. <laughs> well, why is your phone up there where the periscope is? Because pho- the phone is doing the periscope. It's a phone. Well, stop doing it, because that makes people oh, like I... me, an old fart, yes? not know what you're doing. Oh, well, I had to get something off my phone. Ah, and I'm sorry, please don't kill me. <laughs> don't shout at me, in. Calm, breathe, and let's start again. <laughs> I love you. I think you're brilliant. <laughs> hands up who feels really uncomfortable right now okay that's all that's everybody here oh um, really yeah, well, Why? <laughs> you, you are you a t- you're not a copper are you a teacher no no you're very you, do you, i mean i'm gonna say something and i mean this genuinely put your fingers in your ears kids are you a, like a professional dominatrix mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my god you are! I've got it right! <laughs> are you? No, I am of the older generation and like to speak formally um, when I'm taken by surprise. Well, you like to speak formally while being taken by surprise. But only when taken by surprise. <laughs> what, what is... Don't feed him. Please don't feed him. Kath, well, Kathy's an older lady as well. Shut up! Uh, may, I, may I ask... <laughs> may I ask your name, madam? I'm Daisy. I'm Daisy Boots, and I've followed you for a long time. No, Daisy Boots. And I have just taken the courage to call tonight. and didn't think I would get on air. Oh, yeah. saw you were taking calls on live. Yeah. And I, I just thought, well, I'll see hang, what happens. And I was Daisy following Boots. you on Periscope. So how, how long have, how long, you say you've, you've been a fan, and I appreciate it, of course, I, I'm, you know, everybody that, 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 that has been and listening so to my stuff, because, well, I do completely, you, know, you put, you put food good. in my children's mouths. Um, how long have you been listening to my output? Right, okay. I knew you in the early days when you did the breakfast show, and, mm, you know, I was a bit older than you at the time. Yes. I'm still older than you. You're talking as um, though we've met. <laughs> what? You're, you're talking as though we've met. We have met. Uh-oh. 
Where, <laughs> where did we, where have we met? Uh, we met in Luton. Hmm. Oh, you're so scared. You're so scared. No, stop, I'm trying to remember, mind. did you come into the, well, so you're talking about breakfast show, you mean the breakfast show on the radio, not the TV show? I do. Oh, well, that's, no, that, that's seen... not for, that, I, that, that was, that's kind of the autumn of my career. Listen, you've been on my radar for a long time, in your various guises. Where I became most familiar with you was in Three Counties. Uh, you and Kath, and what you did yep. was exceptional and different. And did I you work? At, did you work at the Greasy Spoon? No, I didn't. I try, <laughs> well, I'm really annoyed with you now. You don't work in prizzies, then? <laughs> Okay, all right, let's no. go. No, okay. mix. No, I know a prizzies, but I was never there. Okay, okay. You sound too posh to live in Luton. <gasps> oh, Ian, oh, oh Daisy no, Boot, that, that. you know that. You know no, you no, sound too some, posh to live in there's Luton. There's some big houses in Luton. Really? Yeah, but Old Bedford Road and all that. Well, okay. Okay. Shall yeah. I just put, you know, this is where we come to presumptions. Yes. I live on Marsh Farm in a council house, so don't don't judge everything. Oh, well, in that case, in that case, well done for working on your voice, <laughs> Ian. Daisy. <laughs> Daisy Boot. It's a great Ian. name, Daisy Boot. I love the name. Thank you. It is a nom de plume, obviously. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> the I bet you're putting in a posh <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I'm glad... I'm glad that you've you've called in. I'm glad that you've been listening, and I'm glad that you followed both me and Kath over from, um, you know, what was a, a fun, yes, fun have. job back to this job, which is even more fun. I'm glad. I'm glad you're in your element. I'm I'm hopeful that it will continue. I know yeah. you've been a bit down about well, um, numbers and We'll keep things. our fingers crossed, but we are, we're, we're, at the moment, me and Kath are having the times of our lives. We really are. Oh, in I'm terms glad. of the show, we're loving I, it. I'm, okay. I'm happy to hear that. Carry on in the same vein. Welcome, your new listeners. And I hate to say, oh, I'm a first-time caller. But yes, actually, I am. Um, but there are lots of people like me who are listening to you who don't actually physically contribute, no. but are aware of what you do. When did we meet? We met at the Luton Library Theatre. Oh, did you come and see my show? I did come and see your oh, show. Oh, gosh, now I won't remember you because, I mean, there, there, were, there were so many people that... Did you stop and have a picture taken afterwards? No, I stopped and did a, hi, I'm really uncomfortable, but hello. Oh, bless you. Oh, well, listen, you, you, well, then you will understand why I don't remember you, because there were, there were so many people there, and it was... No, uh, but... I fully understand that. But, but, but what I'm saying to you is, although your listening numbers are what you think they are, yeah. and if you get the nights when you don't get the callers, not necessarily means we're not listening to you. I've recently been made redundant, and oh, I am hoping now to be able to listen... On a full-time basis. Well, you, you don't know, get paid. You don't get paid evening. for that. If that's what, if someone's told you that, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't. I'm come hoping on. you I'm get sure. a job. <laughs> I'm sure that was the deal. Oh God! <laughs> you know. Well, Daisy, Bo <laughs> listen. Uh, you call in as many times as you want, but I, 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 I hope you get, you get, you know, things work out and you get a yeah, job. I know. I, I, I'm lucky. I've had a long, long um, service career, so I've got some money to tide me by. Service and career. And I'm a, a few years off retirement. Oh, shut up! Service career. So you're it's you're in. Like you, uh, is it an emergency service? No. Are you a fireman? 
<laughs> oh, God help them. If I have to climb a ladder and get them out. <laughs> well, this, yes, I'm not, you're not military, are you? I will say no more. Oh, oh, yeah, I knew something! <laughs> hey, Daisy Boot, I, I don't know what your name is, but it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much. And you. Good Take night. Bye-bye. Uh, I knew there was something. I knew there was something involved. E and here's the thing. Every job I mentioned involved a uniform. Every job I mentioned involved a uniform. I was close there. That um, was what, delightful. including the dominatrix? Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> That was first time caller, long time listener. Long time, uh, my my um, heart has not beat for eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, live one, you're on the wireless. Uh, well, I'm on the wireless because I'm listening to you. You're, you're no, Dennis. There's a there's a delay. Yes, I know. Yes, in in the way that you think. <laughs> no, I'm happy to say that you're back again. Yes, I'm back well, again. You weren't there. Yes. And it's nice to know that somebody remembered from your previous thing, because I never believed in the first place that BBC had the right to do what they did with you. No, they shafted us. Well, they shafted me, and Kath stayed there for the money. <laughs> yeah, well, I told them afterwards, I thought the bloody woman was totally wrong, what she did, and you were don't right to do what you I, said. I was completely right, and in the eyes of God, when we go up to the pearly gates... She was a bigot. Yes, she was. But let's, let, listen, let's not, let's not go back over old ground. Oh, Back. I'm happy to see that you're back again. Yes. Because you weren't there last night. No, no. I uh, was worried about losing my voice, but it's all good now. So don't lose your voice, for God's sake. That's, well, that's your... That's well, your well here's the thing. Now. My voice... Go, when I get a cold, it goes to my chest and my voice goes really quickly. And I must have taken time off about five times at, at Three Counties. And it goes for, like, ten days. I've not lost my voice since I left that place. And I wonder if that... If that, if there was something in the vibrations of that building and that, mm. of that energy of those well, people, until we, well, I don't know, because that building we used to be in, because we moved from Luton to Dunstable, didn't yeah. we? And we weren't in Dunstable very long before. No, but I lost my voice in Dunstable. I think it was the people we worked with. You reckon? Yeah, I do. I, th I think they were. I think so. That other building was filthy. Yeah. That's a good one for a song. I lost my voice in Dunstable. I lost my voice in Dunstable. I used to get a lot of earaches in Luton. <laughs> he loves that. Working with him. Dennis loves that. No, yeah, just... give her an earache. <laughs> give her an earache. <laughs> Mucky headphones. I bought my own headphones. Didn't have earache again. That'll do it. No, I wouldn't do anything to Cathy. You leave her alone. I wouldn't She's touch her with a with a um, uh, shifty stick. <laughs> No, she's a Mancunian like me. She's <laughs> very manky. You're absolutely right, Dennis. Yes, <laughs> line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian, it's Barry. I just want to unreservedly apologise to James Max for my uncalled ignorant comments. Also to you, Kath and Ed, and the listeners for letting your show down so badly last night. Thank you very much indeed. There we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. It really has been... Um, a rather strange show. Another 45 minutes to go, and then, then it's the weekend. Uh, you can watch us on Periscope, periscope.tv forward slash Ian Lee. Um, you can listen to us. Oh, let's just quickly take this before we go to a break. Look, I'm setting up for a break, and then a call comes in. Line six, you're on the wireless. You're all soft lad. How are you doing? I'm all right, thanks. How are you doing? Oh, I'm very poorly today. What's wrong, Cleo? Uh, she bop de boop de de boop de boop de boop de boop boops. Uh oh, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I thought I'd do a bit, 
Oh, they'll be a scatting for you there. Yeah. Oh, um, oh dear. Dicky Tommy. I've got a proper Dicky Tommy. Anyway. Yes. Get, honestly, get, here, liv- get, get, get Andrew's liver salts. It fixes anything. It is, I'm going to say this now. Can we, let's get in touch with Andrew's and see if he wants to sponsor us. Because it, it, it will fix anything. I'm going to give it to my mum. I reckon she'll be up out of that bed dancing soon. Yeah, man. Anyhow, I've had one of me strange smells, so I told you about me, um, smell song, song smell. Your musical smells? Yes. Go on. And it's quite obscure, this one. Yeah. I was listening earlier, um... Otis Redden's version of Change Is Gonna Come by Sam oh, Cooke. what a song. And I could smell dust. And it was like a Bernie dust, and I realised what it was. It was the bricks of the Tyne and Weir Metro on the way to work. The day after, I asked somebody out and she blew us, blew us off, basically. And I was dead depressed, listening to like the most depressing songs I could find. And it was there, I was, so I was sitting in the house going, oh, this song, lad, love this song. And then, hang on, something's burning. Nothing's burning in the kitchen. Nothing's burning in the house. Nothing's burning outside. And nope, it was my memory again. So another smelly song, Sonny Smells. Thank you very much indeed, Claire. It's much appreciated. This is Talk Radio. Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yes, Line One, you're on the wireless. Hip, 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 Ian. Hip, hip, hip. We're straight to air, are we? Yes. You've been, ah, listen- you've been listening then, have you? <laughs> I, I was going to explain, and I just turned on the advert, so I thought I'd turn in anyway. Right. Um, how are you? Get your point, caller. <laughs> My point is, I, you know that awful, that awkward moment meme, where people say that awkward moment when? I had that awkward moment whereby I met someone in real life professional circumstances and I realised they were also part of the peculiar little club that phoned into your radio show. Uh-oh. I know, right? And I didn't let on. I didn't let on, so... Uh, it was someone who I knew for in, in a professional environment yes. and was following on Twitter yes. and realised that they were, they were, they were, I, I'd heard them call into your show and talk about things that were personal to them, so I didn't know whether to mention oh. it or not. Isn't that, that was, funny? It was a that's, very interesting yeah, scenario. Yeah, that's, that's a strange one. That did, did you go up and touch them lightly on the shoulder and say, I know your pain? No, 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 no. We, we, we talked about things and, and we, we had met previously a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I realised when I heard them on your show that who it was, and then I saw them again, and I just I didn't let on. Do they and use always... Do they use their n- real name on the show? Yes. Okay. Yes. And do they talk about quite uh, intimate things? Yes. Oh, uh, beautiful! beautiful. <laughs> you got the power. You've got the power, fella. Well, well, I, no. Well, that's that's why I didn't mention it because it's oh. obviously it's not something that. Well, you know, everyone oh, everyone has them. their own. Things. Well, no, that would be all. I would have blackmailed <laughs> them. <laughs> I would have looked at them and gone, <coughs> 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 Nothing. Karen, would you know, would you like some coffee for the meeting? No? Okay, okay. He's, Talk radio. He's probably listening now. Actually, after, after the, after he called in last time, I, I did, uh, te- contact him on Twitter and say, wonderful call, mate. Oh. Um, I so I could have, I could have done, but it was just, I didn't, well, because, yeah, I just, I just didn't. Uh, but anyway, I just thought that was a, a funny thing. That's why I called in. Jay, thank so, you very much for that. Let's go to line two. Two, you're on the wireless. 
Hello, Ian. Yes, you're on the air. Yeah, Ian, um, I just wanted to say, I just watched, um, what's it called, Travellers on Netflix. You gave a recommendation for it. I thought oh. it was fantastic. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, blinding, yeah. We very nearly got, for we very nearly got one of the, the actors on, and then she, st she was all up for it. I emailed her. She, like, she yeah. ghosted you. Yeah, totally. And then she just, like, disappeared. I was like, no. I was, Which one? Um. Not Ke Kelly Overton, was it? No, um. Oh, I'm, I don't know. I don't know a way of saying it because I can't remember any of the names. It was the black lady. Yeah. That's not oh, racist. Right, okay. yeah, fair it's enough, descriptive. Sure. It's descriptive. I'm being descriptive, and uh, if it's racist, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it was no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, she was all I've up for it. I've gone. Go on. I've got another couple for you. Yes. Um, Van Helsing. Vampires? Nah, I don't like vampires. I do. I don't know. Uh, I don't zombies. get it. I do not get. Vampires. I am bored to death. Never liked them. Rubbish. Stupid monster. There's no, po there's no point in me saying Dead Nation either, then. Was it vampires? Zombies. I like zombies. Yeah, but, but Van Helsing is zombies. Well, is it? Van Helsing oh, was... Not, really. Van well, exactly. If it's got vampires, it vampires and zombies. I got bored of The Walking... I used to love zombies, but I got bored of The Walking Dead in about season five. Well, it lost its way. Before it's just had the break now, The Walking Dead lost its way for the, for the, for the last season, but it's come back a bit stronger but now. I can't, I can't, I'm not going to waste a whole season, what is it, like 24 episodes, 24 hours of rubbish, hoping that the TV series finds its way again. Yeah, and, and, and they seem to have this mid-season break now, don't they, for about yeah. five or six weeks or yeah. longer. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not having that. I'm not having that. I just wanted to say as well, Ian, that I live in Hemel Hempstead, and I used to listen to you. I actually used to, I'm a London cabbie, and I used to um, actually do my day around the breakfast show. I used to get on the M1 when you started. I didn't mind sitting in traffic, because it was a fantastic show. Oh, and I haven't it. listened since you've left. Oh, Mark. Well, um, uh, well, I mean, that's nuts, man, for God's <laughs> sake. What the hell are you thinking? Basing your day around a local radio breakfast show? You're crazy! <laughs> That's, I haven't um, even nipped back to listen to Justin Dealey, mate, and um, I do miss him. Well, I, yeah, I, we, I, miss him we miss Dealey as well. We 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 tried to find a way to get him to come here, but it wouldn't work. Uh, that, listen, man, I'm I'm shouting at you because I'm touched, and when I'm touched, I don't know how to respond, so I shout. That's very kind of you, man. Thank you very much. No problem. Great show, mate. Cheers with this. Ta-ta. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Calls straight to air for the entire uh, evening. If you uh, want to call in now, oh, I meant to let me find this guy's name because I, I said I took the boys to um, this brilliant um, art centre, Norden Farm in Maidenhead, right? And I've performed there, so I did the first night of um, Ian Lee versus Radio. Coming uh, 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 sold out in Milton Keynes, guys. You slackers, if you want to get tickets, someone so, Mil sold out of the stables, right? And it's been on sale. For, it's, it's taken quite a while for it to sell out. So I tweeted today, oh, Milton Keynes the stables, it's sold out. Someone tweeted me, oh, any chance you could put me and my missus on the guest list? I wanted two tickets for that. Whoa. It's been on sale since Christmas. The it's literally, it's taken two, nearly two and a half months to sell out. Um, Nottingham is cancelled due to what I like to call purchaser apathy. Um, but Birmingham on June the 4th, that's still going. But um, Norton Farm, they do, they, I don't know if all art centres are like this, right? They put on amazing stuff. And I, I bought tickets. This, is, this, is, this isn't me because I've got a freebie. Um, they put on amazing stuff for the kids over half term. And of course, me being an idiot, I always leave it too late so to, to book it up. Holidays creep up on me. 
Yeah, they, they do. And I always leave it, um, much, much too late. So, um, I, I bought, the, I had them this morning, and I bought tickets to an arts and craft thing. And like, you, you're never quite sure if it's gonna be any good. It was, it was good. It was really good. Um, uh, they, and they did painting for the first half, and then they made, um, sort of lava lamps. Oh. But, lava lamps out of vegetable oil and food dye stuff. But, 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 it, 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 they loved it. The boys absolutely loved it. So they've got these big, greasy plastic <laughs> bottles filled with vegetable oil. It's going to go all over your carpet. Which is going to go over. Um, and then we went and saw this brilliant bloke, Mark Thompson, right? He's on Twitter, at People's Astro. He's my, he's my new favourite bloke. He's incredible. It's a science show. Right. One of these science shows. Right? He's coming on the show. I've, I've, I've said, you, we've, uh, you're coming on. You're brilliant. Um, and it's an hour of setting fire to things, blowing things up. Um, You'd like that, wouldn't you? Oh, it's saying Frazier's doing physics and what? Maths and further maths, maths through his able. This is uh, this part of the uh, Ian Lee Show family that we've adopted, yes. <laughs> and the thing is, I had really... Boring, yeah, I boring, inspiring yeah. science teachers. If they'd have blown more stuff up, oh, I the chemistry teacher was a bully. It was an absolute. It was it was it was abuse that he he, he was dealing out, and the physics teacher was a, a boring, yet kind gentleman. <laughs> um, but this was brilliant, blowing things up. He had he had um, he had a record player with um, a waste paper basket on it with holes in, and a fire burning in the middle. And then when he spanned the record player, it became a fire tornado. It was brilliant! And you can imagine, because it's half-term, there's loads of kids. I mean, my, I had my five and seven, but there were kids of all ages. This was blowing their mind. But I was sat there going, oh, my God, that's incredible. Doing these amazing things. Here's something, here's something, right? He did this, he did this trick. He got a, 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 a Pyrex test tube, mm -hmm. and he smashed, he had a bowl of what he said was water. It wasn't, that's the trick. Bowl of water, Pyrex test tube, and he smashed the test tube up and he poured it into the water and he said, right, that's going to make the test tube, and he had a camera trained on it, right, he said, that's going to make the test tube fix itself, and he pulled out a test tube, right, of course it hadn't fixed itself, here's the thing, go. Was it those gel, invisible no. ball things? No, no, it was, um, I think it was vegetable fat, right, right it was in, Pyrex is invisible in vegetable fat. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's nuts. I think it was vegetable oil. Vegetable oil. Right. Pyrex is invisible in it. Wow. And if you put it in with the air, if you put a test tube in with the air in, You'll you can see it. You can see it. No, you can see it. Once the air goes, it's invisible. Wow. And he explained why, but I was too busy going, oh my God, that's incredible. <laughs> it was amazing. Pyrex, hang, line one, Pyrex is invisible in vegetable oil. Ooh, you make me want to touch myself. Go on, then. <laughs> line two, you're on the wireless. You make me want to touch myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder what's going to happen next. They're all different <laughs> phone numbers. Let's, let's see. We have a line one, you're on the wireless. Guess what? Put that out as a sound clip. Although if he carries on like that, it will fall off. <laughs> <laughs> 
Pyrex is invisible in vegetable oil. Tell them about the water trick. This is nuts, right? There is a way of um, uh, supercooling water. So you can lower the temperature at which water freezes, right? And I, this is But it's nuts. got to be mineral it's water. Got it's mineral got to be mineral water. It's got to be mineral water. So what you do is you get a bottle of mineral water, right, unopened. You put it in the freezer for two hours. You take it out really carefully, and it won't be frozen, right? And then you get a metal tray. I, I, I guess it's a metal tray. I don't know. And an ice cube, right? And you put the ice cube on there. You gently open the bottle. And you saw this on a video. Yeah, you've got to be really gentle with you it. Don't disturb it. gently open the bottle, and you pull the bottle onto the ice cube, and it will freeze instantly. It makes a tower it of ice. Nuts! I swear, I, I tweeted the video of it earlier on. It's incredible. And there's another way of doing it. You, you take the bottle out and you hold it and you just, you don't open it. You just smack the bottle on a table and then put it down and it freezes. It's inc- it's incredible. Honestly, Mark Thompson, he's coming on. I, I keep messaging him saying, Mark, when are you coming on? When are you coming on? Uh, if you want to follow him on Twitter, it's at People's Astro. And it, 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 I, I, I'm only saying it because... I, 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 Honestly, I was blown away for an hour. Forget the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, 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 you know, my boy, uh, he got called up on stage. Got, we, we both got big laughs, right? He got called up on stage. He said, I need someone who can stand still. And he got my boy up. And he went, he said, uh, Dad, what are the chances of him standing still? I went, zero. Big laugh. Okay. But the boy was good. good. He had a cup on his head. He had to balance his cup on his head, right? And then basically he was blowing the, the cup off his head using sound. So he banged like a big drum and it knocked the thing off. And then he said to my boy, he said, right, we've done it once. We're going to do it again. But if you want, you can have a little wiggle. Right, expecting a... So my boy, in front of Tony people, goes... <laughs> <laughs> like that! This, this wonderful... Ridic- father's got- son. Huge laugh. <laughs> I was sat there thinking, yes, all right, boy. All right, boy, you'll be earning a fortune for your old man soon enough. And he loved it, and he loved it. And it's really good because he's quite shy and it's the second time he's gone up for something and also my five-year-old who always whenever we sit somewhere we go and see a show i don't want to go up on stage daddy well they're probably and not going to ask the five-year-old us. who like mine my youngest always seems like the ball yeah, yeah oh like, yeah, yeah 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 straight in there in the playground yeah. you know take no prisoners but when it comes to things like that yeah shrinking violet he said i don't i don't want to go up and say well, don't, don't, don't worry we won't go up on stage um but when they asked for volunteers he put his hand did up. he he put his hand up and then it was such a nice day. We had such a good morning, and I had to dash off because I had to do the voiceover. But we had so we, and we, I'd, I'd booked our lunch for straight after, so that we we would come out and we had a reserved table and we had lunch, and we're sitting there eating our lunch, and outside there's kind of like this little courtyard area, where we've been playing had, or tag, tig, uh, uh, yes. uh, it <laughs> earlier earlier on in the day, and we sat there, and there were some other kids, some bigger kids playing, and my youngest, he won't go anywhere if he's out with with us. Won't go anywhere without us, okay? He looked at me and went, um, can I go out and play? I went, well, I've not finished eating. I'll go on my own. (laughs) I went, okay. "Okay." And this was a big moment for both of us. So he ran off and then he came back because it was actually quite a long way to get around. He came back and he said, I'll wait for my brother. I went, okay. And my brother said, I'm not, I'm not hungry. I said, okay, off you go. And they went off and they played. And I was looking through the window watching them playing with bigger children. My, it was wonderful. It's that moment where you realise the elastic is stretching yeah, and yeah. you're losing another little yeah. bit, you know.
but that's what the way it's got to be. Oh, I can't wait to get rid of them. Oh. They're doing my nutting. On the way home from school now. I told you that soon that my eldest is going to start walking home on her own from school because she, they go to middle school where, in yeah. the next year. So they're trying to get them used to being a bit more independent. Yeah. Even though I'm going to be five paces behind with her little sister, but, you know, we have to pretend we don't know each other. Yeah. But we've noticed that in the last couple of months or so we've been walking home and there's like there's a path that takes basically all the way through our town and up towards where we live no roads or anything like that and you get quite close to ours and then the path goes off in one direction and then in another direction but it all goes in a loop so she can go home the left way and we can go home the right way and we'll meet in the middle and she's been asking recently can i can i go on my own can i go on my own and it's only 30 seconds well a minute maximum i won't be able to see her but it's that moment where everything inside me is screaming no but i've let her do it Mm. and my honestly i hold my breath until the moment i see her again and her sister's going well we can't see stella you know we can't see her we can't she's gonna and she's panicking a little bit and i have to play it cool but i'm feeling exactly the same way oh no i can't can't but you have to let them do it i can't wait for them to go those guys are really doing my head (laughs) in at the moment they're seven and five seven it's a total of 12 years if you add it all together i've had them can't we just come on now it's a long old time i do tell them it's about time they got jobs i mean they've been loafing around last 25 minutes of the show dear listener oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number the wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I'm getting all bunged up now, and I've left my Vicks at home. Well, actually, I bought I bought a bottle of Vicks and I left it at the voiceover today. I'm a bit bunged up, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna sympathy. I know I'm gonna break through, <laughs> and we are we are gonna do this. I just we had are a gonna... phone call from Pride of Britain. I said that e? your awards in the post. Good news. It's about bloody time. <laughs> so brave. P- POV. I um, have been soldiering on. We could get the Queen's honours. Exactly. <laughs> Uncomplaining. This, never mentions it. This never tired mentions old it. act. <laughs> right, you're, taking, you're taking the piss now. That's, <laughs> that's, actually, that's, that's actually rude. Let's go to line one. Line one, you're on the wireless. Is that me? Yes, that's you. Ah, good evening. I was just g- going to tell you a story about, um, you, you were mentioning comedy greats earlier. Yes. And, uh, God, it's over 30 years ago now. Um, I wanted to get my mum and dad something different. You know, you used to always buy them slippers and rubbish, things like yeah. that. I then saw that this guy was playing up at one of the West End theatres. I got yeah. two tickets, and it was a Sunday night. Uh, came on at, due to come on at eight. So mum and dad set off, say, because I was looking after a brother, they said, oh, we should be back by about quarter to eleven. So it got to about half eleven, I started to get worried. Then midnight. Uh-oh. Then one o'clock. <laughs> and eventually they appeared back at half past one. Can I guess who it was? I, I bet you can. Was it Ken Dodd? It's certainly... <laughs> 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 he locks the doors, doesn't he? <laughs> he, came, he came on at eight o'clock. And he finished at half past midnight. Isn't that funny? And he will do that, he will do that every night of the week if he has to. But it was ridiculous because nobody left. And was it funny? Did they enjoy it? Was it funny all the way through? They said it was absolutely hilarious. Because he'll start telling a story, 
Yeah. But he would go off tangent for about 20 minutes and then come back to finish the original story and it was like that yeah. the whole way through. Isn't that, well listen, you, you talk about value for money, you know, then that's... Oh, unbelievable. But, but pound it's per minute. Yeah, but all the train, people missed their trains home. <laughs> yeah. I bet they did. Because, because, you know, the last train back then was coming half eleven, so and they, they didn't want, nobody, nobody left. The theatre was packed even at the end, because they just said, we can't leave. Isn't that incredible? Um, it was unbelievable, but my parents, but I was running sick. I was <laughs> and they pitched back in at half past one. Did he sing? Because my gran was always banging on about how brilliant Ken Dodd was as a singer. Yeah, he's a very good singer. Yeah, so it, it was just one of those, uh, well, they said old-fashioned varieties to yeah. sing, lo lots of jokes, lots of stories, but sort of silly stuff, really. You, you're talking about coming the ball, so a lot of sort of silly slapstick humour as well. Yeah. But just, but just four and a half hours of comedy, comedy Isn't and that, it, it, You know, you, you, I mean, uh, uh, I, I, and I'm not saying this to be flippant, who could do that now? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to th Frank Skinner probably could. Frank Skinner can yeah. do a long old show if he needs to. Um, yeah, I, I saw Frank Skinner a couple of years ago and he was excellent. He's, he's, he's good, Frank. You're making me think of Billy Connolly the way the tangent Billy goes Connolly. off and then he comes back round after about half an hour. Oh, Billy Connolly does hours, does, goes on for hours, yeah. oh, doesn't he? I'd love to have seen him. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anybody... Um, I can't, I can't think. I can't think. Uh, I'll tell you who else I, I went to see. He was due to be on for an hour and a half and he was on for three hours. Yeah. Um, but he's not to everyone's taste, and that's uh, Lee Evans. Now, I, I was because Lee Evans was sort of got big in the early nineties. My mum and dad have been to see him; they love him. And I remember the f I loved his first video where he's miming to Bohemian Rhapsody, and all. I loved the yeah, first sweaty. video. But then I, I, I was I did struggle to quite comprehend his rise to superstardom, and he did because he, he became massive in America, didn't he? Yeah, he, he, he's made movies with Jackie Chan, not a very good movie with Jackie Chan, has to be said, but he plays the O2, you know, for like five nights in a row, he's became huge, mm -hmm. and I don't quite he, he, he get it. He's about five metres of water night as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really sweaty. Very sweaty. <laughs> hey, listen, nice one, that's a brilliant story, man, thank you for sharing that, I appreciate that. Line two, you're on the wireless. Yes. It's from like a hundred miles away. <laughs> we can't hear it. This is why I, 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 when people play audio, it's like, it, no one's got it right on this, this station yet. They don't understand. If you have your phone on speakerphone, when we speak, it cuts, cuts out, out their noise. They never appreciate What you need, if you've got the phone, normal phone or a handheld phone, not on speakerphone, and you've got to have it close to the thing, but not too close so it distorts. And you've got to have it loud. No one's got that yet. Why has no one got that? I haven't got to tell them off again, have I? <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Line one, you're on the wireless. I can only apologise, sir. I appear to have made a gross miscalculation. What are we going to do about it? When I say we, I mean you. Well, you accused me, firstly, of using speakerphone when I played the Laura and Hardy theme tune. You mean the uh, Cuckoo song? Yeah, the, the Laura and Hardy. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's called it's called the Cuckoo song. 
Whatever it's called, you accuse me of using speakerphone. Well, it's. It, it, I would suggest if you're going to phone up and play bits of music, you know their correct title, not just the television show or short movies that they're associated with. The entirely legally downloaded MP3 says Laurel and Hardy dot MP3. Well, that is entitled incorrectly. Maybe you could uh, click on it and correct it to the Cuckoo Song. The Cuckoo Song. I shall do that presently. Thank you. I did not use a speakerphone. You mentioned you didn't have it on speakerphone, yet we could hardly hear it. I know, and that's the really annoying thing. It was sat atop my MacBook speaker. Yep. The MacBook is on full volume. This must therefore mean that my phone is dead and you can't actually hear my voice either. Pardon? <laughs> Who are you talking what? to? I'm, I, no, I, can, I can hear a buzzing. <laughs> Hello, caller. Hello. Oh. Hello. No, no, nothing. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Some people, huh? Some people. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you wish to give us a call. Don't forget, uh, Sunday, the rabbit hole. Uh, we're do- recording between half past seven and half past eight Sunday evening, and then nine and ten Sunday evening. You can call into that. You can watch it on Periscope. Um, the the last one went so smoothly that this one has to go mm-hmm. tits up, doesn't it? Well, I think it has to. It it, it, it can't work. I'm well hoping it won't, and, and uh, I've learned some lessons having edited the three podcasts. We need to get four out of this one, so uh, all eyes on you for that. What? Yeah. Okay. You need <coughs> to be paying attention. Where is it, this one, on, in February? London, London, London. They're all in London, because we we're trying to find a venue in Manchester. And we keep asking, Birmingham. and no one's helping us out with it. So screw those guys. Screw those losers. You know. I want to take it to the motherland. I want to take it to Daisy Boot. <laughs> imagine, imagine Daisy Boot. Huh? We're not imagining we're, anything. Um, we're coming to one in March. London. Angel. London. Yes. It's all in London. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Last ten minutes, twelve minutes of the show, dear listener. If you want to give us a call, it is straight to air. You can do that. Hey, so we had something spooky happen in our um uh, in our garden okay uh the, the kids are out playing and i was i just finished my robbie robertson book testimony which is a great book and i'd started on my tracy thorne book which i've uh, bought ages ago for a penny on amazon and how is that shaping up i'm, I'm early days i'm loving it already i like her style uh, i like her language um not so keen on her music but mm. i like i like her yes and she's from everything but the girl of mm. course and the gentleman richard or is it ben what ben ben what have you read his book? No. Where he nearly died. It's called Patient, I think. My sister bought it. It's brilliant. He gets this disease, right? And no one knows what it is and he nearly dies. Wow. Goes on for ages. It's incredible. But so I was reading that and my wife called me in the garden. She said, Ian, something weird has happened in the garden. Come and come and have a look. And I went and looked. We've got kind of garden that goes round one side of the house and then it goes around there. It goes around there. And um, there was like a... Um, a, a mark on the grass, like a trail, like someone had climbed over the fence. But the grass had been trampled down. No, it was. It wasn't even trampled down. It was. It was the grass had gone and it was mud. Scorched earth. No, don't take them at me because this could be burglars. And yes, my kids. I'm talking about. How could they? They wouldn't. It would have. Mm. Well, I don't know. We the thing is, I know that we get a lot of. Even though I live in a nice street, um, it's quite a, a private street. 
and we get a lot of um, kids. Dodgepots. Well, uh, we've had our cars broken into a couple of times. Um, and you get a lot of those little silver canisters of people doing um, laughing gas. So there's there's dodgepots there. And I can imagine kids getting high, climbing over a fence, having a look in someone's garden. Gosh. I would I would do that if, if I was high. I don't know. I don't know. It was wearing... And there's a mark. There's a trail. Get this line, one. There's a trail all around my garden as though somebody had dragged something. Hello? Yes. Gosh. Hello, Ian. Hello, yes. Uh, I was, I'm just listening to your show. Um, um, uh, your you, uh, one one complaint. I'm sorry, for, sorry for starting with a complaint, but um, you read the number so fast. Well, happened, hanging on. Obviously, not t- not fast enough as you managed to get on. Yeah, but I've been hanging on. Listen, from a quarter past twelve, because at a quarter past twelve, I decided to. Give you a call because yes. I wanted to know: Have you shaved the beard off? Yes, it's gone. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> I thought you may have covered that at the start of the show, but yes, I have shaved okay. it off. <laughs> the beard has but... gone. I'm I'm going to grow it back, but I'm going to enjoy a few weeks of being smooth. That's okay. It's just it, it wasn't mentioned, you know, throughout the whole yep. show. I thought maybe. Maybe I missed something the other night. You Can I ask you a personal question? Yep. Put your fingers in your ears, kids. Have you ever shaved downstairs? <laughs> no. Because some people do. I shave my, my legs, but I haven't shaved downstairs. You shave with ice? No, I shave my legs. Oh, shave your legs. Um, why did you shave your legs, you deviant? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Stephen, yeah, because um, to to get cooler. Oh, you know, did it work? Warm. Yeah, it did work. Yeah, but then when it grows back, it's itchy, isn't it? It is itchy, yeah. But it's, it, 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 but but uh, if I, you know, if, there's the best way to stay cool. The best way to stay cool, Ian, and um, cover calf's ears. When I say this, yes. Is to wear a pair of tights and cover them in water, or just just spray them with water. Well, how hot That's do you it. get? Well, I've got a condition. You know, I've got MS, so my oh really? Oh, okay. So yeah. uh, you know, what? I, if you listen, uh, maybe you don't. My mum's got MS, so I'm always intrigued with um, little tips and, and, and hints that people use. So you, you so, and of course, the, the the heat will affect you. Uh, will affect you terribly, won't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible now because it's getting milder, you know. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. This is the thing. Yeah. We all we all celebrate the fact it's getting a bit warmer, but of course there are a lot of conditions where you, as soon as you get a bit of heat, that's how does the, how does the heat affect you? You can't. You can't, yeah, you can't. You can't walk. Yeah. Too well, you know. And you if you call here the car, and if you shave your legs, this is fascinating. If you shave your legs or you put the tights yeah. on and squirt them with water, yeah. Do, no, would that mean you could walk? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? No, no, no. No, you, no you, don't shave your legs down. No, 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 you do one or the other. One or the other, yeah. But it has, it has such a profound effect that it, it, could, it could help you walk when you would normally be struggling. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it cools the whole system down. You yeah. think about it. You think about it, you know, your, your legs, your, your, the tights are covering 50% of your body, right? Yeah. 
And it's like, it, it's like you know, if you're talking to a bloke and you're saying, you were in tights, you, you, the best way to explain it is if you put a glove on yeah. and put a glove, put the glove in the basin of water and take your hand out again, it stays cool longer than if you just put your hand in the water. And how put did you find that out? Did you work it out yourself? Did you see it online? Did your doctor recommend it? I worked at it myself. Isn't that incredible? Isn't it the ingenuity of um, the the human mind to come up with solutions for for, for problems? I, I I think that's and absolutely I, incredible. And, you ha- and, and I have to say, you know, maybe maybe there's a bit of deviancy toward toward the end of there do it as well, you know. But, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you would like it, but but, but I stumbled upon that and. It's worked, it worked out well, you know. So it's almost as it was a god saying, you know. Yeah. Win-win. Oh, well, listen. What's your name, man? Goo. Goo? Goo. Jew. H-U-G-H. Hugh. <laughs> 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 it's been a long week, Hugh. It's been a long week. Hey, listen, man. I really yeah. appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you very much. Your shoe's great, mate. Your shoe's great. Bless you, Hugh. Take care, man. Thanks a lot. Isn't that funny? I feel bad for um, telling him the truth about my beard now. Um, isn't that funny? I wonder where that was going. And um, That was not where I expected it to go. No. No. Uh, the, 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 how people come up with their own little solutions. When he said he'd shaved his legs, I assumed he was a cyclist. I once yeah. went out with a cyclist and he had perfectly smooth legs and like, it was the most horrible thing. Can you, can, if you shave your... Well, some men are hairless. Mm. We had a, um, one of our lecturers at college was hairless. Mm-hmm. He c- couldn't grow a beard, had no hair on his arms, no hair on his legs. Top of his head? We once saw him riding his German girlfriend like a horse. What? Yeah. So, you know. Um, what, with a saddle and everything? Well, I say we, someone did. Uh, word <laughs> got around. spread it. <laughs> I, well, I don't know if that happened. Um, line, line one, you're on the wireless. I shaved below. Thanks very much indeed. <laughs> <laughs> When Kath sneezes when she gets aroused. <laughs> no, I flipping don't. So that last call, maybe. Wow, well, it was very sensual. Um, we've got young people here, so I'm, gonna, I'm not going to finish that conversation. No, don't. No, 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 no. Can I ask you to say hello to uh, one of Lana's dancing teachers called Miss Helen? She's you can ask me, I'm going to refuse. You think I'm Ken Bruce or something? <laughs> major Ian Lee. I think we're doing big ups and shout outs. <laughs> now get out of here. You've sat in the studio for three hours. You're not going to say hello to dance teachers. <laughs> dance teachers? Do you learn, are you learning dance? A lot. Yeah, teachers dance. I'm, going, I'm, I'm a good dancer. I, I could. Wow, I mean. What? <laughs> I could teach. I, I've been on TV dancing. Yes, you have. I was Will Smith. <laughs> Why are you pulling that face? I was actually a proper... I How pro- was it that your son described the feeling when he watched you dancing on that programme? He said it um, made his tummy go all tingling and he couldn't look. Yeah, shame. There was a shame. It was embarrassment for <laughs> crying out loud. Well, those two are cousins. Well, <laughs> um, I've not had a chance to go through um, the papers today and there's lots, lots going on in the papers. Pink Floyd are going to get back together. Oh, good. Well, I don't there's like... There's a gig, 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 gig that goes on and on. There's a what? A gig there's that goes on. There's a sentence that goes on and on when you say it. Oh. Um, Love Actually are reuniting. Mm. I've never seen it. I have. 
I don't think it's all that good. There's about half of it I'd chop out. But they're not reuniting for a film. It's just no, for it's comic, comic relief, relief, isn't it? So it'll be rubbish. Can, can we, we can say this now we don't work for the BBC. Mm-hmm. Yes, all of the money that's raised for comic relief is wonderful. All of the good work it does all around the world is great. But it's really boring. It's really dry and dull. And it's not funny at all. Now we're not on the BBC, we're allowed s- to say that. I still prefer it to sport relief, that's really I bad. don't like. I don't like any relief. <laughs> <laughs> the woolly mammoth is coming back. Really? Yeah, 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 it's up from the science correspondent in Boston. Oh. Scientists claim they're only two years away from bringing woolly mammoths back from the dead. Have they not seen that documentary, Jurassic Park? The shaggy beasts... Which were 12 feet tall with tusks up to 16 foot long, wandered the Arctic tundra for nearly half a million years before getting hungry and having to lie down. Uh, they've been extinct for ages. Now, a project to bring back the mammoth is close to creating a hybrid embryo. I don't know what that is. That involves programming the prehistoric beast's traits into an Asian elephant racist. Uh, with which it shares 99.4% of its genes. Oh. US scientists are using DNA extracted from frozen mammoth carcasses found inside. This is brilliant. We've well, got 40 seconds left. <laughs> the embryos would have genes for mammoth features, such as shaggy long hair, thick layers of fat, and blood suited to live in sub zero conditions. They've been talking to your family. Oh! <laughs> However, it will take years of further work before any... Uh, yeah, Not good often. Yeah. <laughs> I got excited then. They're talking about Mr. Snuffleupagus. They... Well, family, have you enjoyed it? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Thank you very much for coming. Thank it's nice to see us. you. It's absolute pleasure. Dear listener, don't forget you can download the podcast. Go to iTunes or your usual podcast provider. Type in Ian Lee, uh, Catherine Boyle, and then they will pop up. John, always a pleasure to have you on board. Catherine? Never mind. We'll have a word. I'll send you an email with my uh, uh, points over the weekend. Back <laughs> on Monday at 10 o'clock. Until then, from us, ta-ta. Talk Radio, the 21st century dream team of dialogue, debate and discourse. Talk Radio, give it some lift.